Hi, Kim. Hi, Logan. Oh, uh, okay. So it's taken us a little longer than the other podcasts. Yeah. We are finally here uh-huh. <laughs> to discuss the finales. Yeah. Which, which does mean, I think, that we've had appropriate time to process it. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. our initial reactions mm-hmm. have now sort of evened out. Mm-hmm. There will still be rants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we've had time to cool off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's good, especially in the case of Chicago Fire, mm-hmm. which we will get into. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and we are now in hiatus, which means we also have a little more time to discuss things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if we want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and before we started recording, just so you guys know, Kim and I did talk about like some ideas for what to do over hiatus and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. be some fun things for us <laughs> that we want to talk about um, coming up. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Me too. Um, definitely got some ideas. Um, okay. So, but today we are here to discuss episode 22 for Chicago Med. Chicago Fire and Chicago PD, the Mm -hmm. finales. Mm -hmm. So we'll start with Med, like we always do. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't watch Med, sorry, we don't have a timestamp for you, but you can just fast forward and get to the show you do watch. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, we've gotten some people asking for timestamps, but with the way we do it, we don't really. I mean, you can probably gauge it about like 40 ish minutes. That's what we try to do. Yeah. The first one is always hard because we do have a little preamble before, Mm -hmm. but usually we try to keep it within like 45 minutes Mm -hmm. per episode Mm -hmm. or per show, Mm -hmm. per show, per show. So you can kind of gauge it by that. So Mm -hmm. from here, try 45 minutes later Mm -hmm. (laughs) to Mm -hmm. get to fire. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this episode is season seven, episode 22, Chicago Med. Um, titled and now we come to the end um just I, these titles man i'm sorry they're <laughs> always gonna make us giggle always. because it's just they've locked themselves into this one word per season thing and so mm-hmm. they're just gonna get more ridiculous mm-hmm. like what are they gonna call the premiere they're gonna have to have eight words like they'll figure it on. out <laughs> <laughs> hilarious um and then this is the synopsis Will and Hannah clash over a patient in need of a kidney transplant. Crockett is faced with a tough decision when Blake is in surgery. Ethan and Archer treat the son of Med's general counsel. Med's family grows. And that's not even everything that still happened in the episode, mind you. It isn't. (laughs) Um, That's just like the bare bones. Uh Um, So that was the official synopsis. of the episode uh yeah so let's talk about this (laughs) so we talked about how last episode we got all stressed out because it felt like everything was converging on will's new apartment building and we weren't wrong we weren't wrong we weren't wrong at all which Um, i mean i would say for a lot of the chicago finales like we were very much predicting a lot of things that did in fact happen which is kind yeah. of entertaining and it, as we were kind of chatting with our other lovely like sister sister podcast I would say sure it's like you know pod squad it, pod squad our pod squad is that we were like we kind of all really predicted kind of what happened so we were really kind of entertained by that and it was like not not very much took us by surprise I would say yeah yeah we definitely well 
I think there was one thing that took us by surprise in the med finale for sure. Mm-hmm. At least, um, maybe not by the end of the episode, mm-hmm. but like during the episode. And that was the Crockett and Blake storyline. Like, I think by the time we got about, I don't know, 25% into that plot, we all kind of knew where it was mm-hmm. going, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the plot we expected. <laughs> I don't Mm-mm. think. Mm-mm. Um, but a lot of other things, yeah, we definitely called some things. Mm-hmm. And then in some cases, us predicting it is not a surprise, like PD, which we'll get to. No. Yeah. And then others, we went in way more way more in depth than the show ever did chicago fire cough cough Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. but for med we were pretty spot on i think Mm -hmm. actually Mm -hmm. um so with these plots uh let's start with the ones that aren't related to the cliffhanger Mm -hmm. um so let's start since this one is i feel like the most detached let's start with crockett and blake Mm -hmm. so obviously pam pamela was going to have a surgery Mm -hmm. right because of her hands and there was like a what did they say compressed it was like a cervical or something yeah it was a cervical like displacement or something or that would obviously the pressing in her her back in her spine was causing Um, the the issue with her so she agreed to the surgery right so we were going into this episode knowing that was going to happen uh and then she (laughs) she gives crockett like authority over her decisions basically with the power of attorney with the power of attorney which the minute she did that, I, <laughs> oh, that was just not a good idea of her to do that. And I love Crockett. I love Crockett, but he's always going to prioritize saving someone's life over their career mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. that's just who he is. And he's mm-hmm. lost people and he doesn't want to lose people again. And so mm-hmm. that was like, ah, ooh, I kind of feel mm-hmm. like she, <laughs> not to put this on Pamela because this is not on her but I feel like she should have seen that coming I mean it's a little bit on her because I mean they've only I mean they've been to, how long have they even been together I don't even know like I'm sorry that feels it's like hard a, to tell that's what I mean so like if they were seriously had been in this for much longer like they probably would have had that discussions of you know Crockett I've lost a lot of people in my life so if decisions ever came down to it I'd want them to be saved you know in this situation yeah and it, I don't feel like they really had that kind of in-depth discussion. No, 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 so, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. So she should have left it alone. Yeah. Um, because what happens is, of course, the surgery cannot go as planned. There has to be a complication, a decision that has to be made. Mm-hmm. And her daughter, what is her daughter's name? Avery? Avery? Yeah, that's Avery. right. Okay. So, and Avery starts out thinking she's going to make the decision. And then Croc is like, well, actually, wait, I have oh. power of attorney. <laughs> also, shout out. I would love that we got to see Dr. Abrams. I, I oh, I him. know. Me too. I love Dr. Abrams. He's so good. He's so good. He's an asshole, but I love him so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, he was totally right this entire episode. And I'm like, Crockett. Oh, of course why why would you just just defer to him you know he's good at what he does why are you fighting it oh okay I love Crockett but I was Mm -hmm. so frustrated with him in this episode Mm -hmm. um so anyway so Avery of course is mad that Mm -hmm. he has power of attorney um and the choice that he makes is not the one that Avery would have made Mm -hmm. uh 
which immediately is like, if this goes bad, it's on you, she says to him. Mm-hmm. So, yay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Crockett is like a belligerent jerk through the whole surgery because he's so focused on her like living that he's not thinking about like her actual quality of life once it's mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Um, and Abram spends the whole thing trying to correct him and like, you know, get him to make the decisions he thinks Blake would want to make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so frustrating. It, but it's so in character that I can't like fault it's like, him. Yeah, you you want to yell at him, but he, he, he cares about her. And it's like, he wants to make sure she's he, okay. And... He made the wrong calls, but he oh, made it 100%. in such a signature Crockett way that uh-huh. it's like, I'm mad at him, but I'm not mad at the writers uh-huh. because that's totally what, it's how it would have uh-huh. gone. Absolutely. There's no other way. It it Mm -hmm. totally would have gone this way. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, so they make a decision and I don't know all, I can't remember all the details of the decision, but it's something to do with like a vein Mm -hmm. and like having to either like reconstruct it or I can't remember. It's something like that. Yeah. Um, And so (laughs) anyway, Abrams ends up doing what Crockett wants. And of course it does not work out the way Crockett wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Pamela lives, which is great, but she has lost some of her. I don't even know what you call it because it's not really. I know it's not motor function, but it's no. like it's. I don't know. But it's like to me, it was sort. It was sort of like motor function because it's kind of like hand-eye coordination because she was trying to like, yeah, touch her nose. And her finger kept going to her cheek. Mm-hmm. So it was like her directionality was off, mm-hmm. um, which is terrifying. For me. A... Like even for me, who doesn't use my hands and yeah. need like to imagine trying to touch your nose and like your brain just like, yeah, can't so find it. As a surgeon, that's not good. No, even as a person, that's not good. Yeah. Like that would, I mean, imagine like trying to reach for something. Oh, you- and say goodbye can't. to doing eyeliner right <laughs> like wh- what that would be yeah. mm-hmm. awful uh and that's how that plot ends basically <laughs> yeah so it's With... just her being pissed at crockett yeah because she's realized that he did not make the right decisions he didn't mm-hmm. know her the way she thought he did mm-hmm. <laughs> which oh great uh this could be very bad um mm-hmm. for everyone Mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's gonna be a fun thing to deal with the fallout from next season mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so who, I'm, who I'm does really... this make the new transplant head then I don't know I'm, I'm well also I'm just terrified for Crockett and like the guilt I know and the I'm just I I, I love him but now he's gonna have to deal with the emotional repercussions of making yeah. the wrong just decision yeah <sighs> I am not looking forward to that. That's going to be not a fun plot to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially if Avery and Pamela remain pissed at him, which I'm sure they will. Oh, 100%. Yep. Um, So there was that. Mm -hmm. And then we had, we can talk about Ethan and Archer. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what is the general counsel's name? Peter? Peter. I wanted to say Paul. I think we had this discussion (laughs) too. Peter, Paul, and Mary. (laughs) Yeah, sorry everybody you can never remember what his name is and it's like everything other than peter we always remember so but he his name is in fact peter i'm on unless i'm dbs wrong so i'm sorry if i'm dbs wrong i mean 
in previous episodes, you know, they have mentioned that he has a husband. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they really mentioned that he had a son before. No, not a teenage son. Either way, we we meet his son and his yeah. son is really into, is it lacrosse? lacrosse? Yeah, okay. it was lacrosse. Yeah, some sport that white guys do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> rich white guys at that. I don't, <laughs> it's true. You're not wrong. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, he's really into it. Um, and Peter is of course terrified for his son because it's like, that's a really, it's a really tough sport. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know much about it, but I do know that it's, it seems a lot like hockey and football combined together without the same amount of protection, Yeah, (laughs) like shoulder pads and stuff that would be really like hard on a body. Um, so I can understand the concern, but Mm -hmm. it's a little too much little overbearing mm-hmm. um and it's causing some tension as they try and figure out whether or not the kid's going to be able to play again because he had like an injury to do with his leg was it like an acl or no, it was something uh, yeah maybe something know, that would remember. put they used like the a really technical term yeah. and then it turned out to be something that we was understandable i just can't remember what it was yeah but it's the whole point was that it was just going to put him out for the rest of the season when the scouting was going to happen so it's just a lot of tension going on you know Mm -hmm. father-son tension which Mm -hmm. you know in the case of ethan it's just like Mm -hmm. oh what's like what's going on here and i mean also understandably some stuff going on you know with archer too because we and that's mostly what they use this for i mean you know obviously we know the ethan thing with his dad recently was Mm going to be in a big deal Mm -hmm. but it felt like it was more of a big deal for archer than for ethan because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just the the way it came together at the end basically it ends it sort of helps okay peter first of all makes peace with his son being so into lacrosse Mm-hmm. right which is good we're happy for them mm-hmm. he kind of works it out to where his son can attend like wasn't it some sort of camp or something it was like a, i can't remember it was an, like ivy an intensive league a clinic or something yeah it's like yeah. A, at an ivy league college yeah clinic camp whatever that scouts would be at and he'd be like yeah thanks Dan, thanks pop and yeah. like it was also very adorable name that he has for i know that was so cute they were a cute much. little family yes I they were liked them a lot yes they were um and so that worked out mm-hmm. but we also had, and correct me if I'm wrong, because things are kind of blurring together at this point. Mm-hmm. This was the one with like his dad's funeral service, right? With like yeah, the it was honor like guard the, it was the, thing. the military service. Cause obviously mm-hmm. he probably had, you know, some yeah. other kind of ceremony so, with like family, but it was like the official, right. like dressed in full yeah. dress wear, whatever. So we had Ethan like kind of making peace with his dad's relationship mm-hmm. and he gave his dad's partner the flag, which that was really that- sweet that whole ceremony i cry i've watched nc i watched ncis for a long time every time that happened on ncis bawled my eyes out cried at this as well it it reminded me a lot of benny's funeral on chicago fire you know like yeah the yeah that's what it it felt like for me that was Mm -hmm. emotional man that funeral was something else uh anyway it reminded me a lot of that but then Mm -hmm. it also causes archer to call his son which Mm -hmm. Okay, I we have been in the pod squad like fan casting his son. Oh, for uh, well, not me, me and Helene, yeah. not the pod squad. Yeah. Me and uh, a couple of other people have been like fan casting his son, and mm-hmm. I think also the meet us at Molly's group was also fan casting it because I think mm-hmm. that's where this came from because Helene mm-hmm. is part of their Patreon group. Okay, um, but she and I have decided that we want Matt Lanter. <laughs> 
Oh, I think I remember seeing. I, that's seeing what that I want. Okay. Want, yeah, I want Matt well, Lantern. That's a that's a pipe dream. That's never going to happen. But I know. But we we only saw Archer's son being young, so we, we have no idea what he looks like now. We don't I mean, know what the mother looks like. We don't I'm know. Saying, I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want it to be a very, very attractive adult male who is very mm-hmm. good at being a smug asshole, just like Archer is also very good at being a smug asshole, because mm-hmm. I want somebody to throw it back at him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Matt Lanter is very good mm-hmm. <laughs> at mm-hmm. playing a smug asshole. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I would love this. And this also make my timeless heart very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not going to happen. That's a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. If it does happen, I will freak out. I'm just going to say mm-hmm. that, but I don't think it will. But I'm very curious to see who they'll bring in because no doubt that's going to be Archer's plot next season mm-hmm. is his son. I have absolutely no doubt. Oh, um, they better or else that was all for nothing. And I need him to be very attractive because you can never have enough attractive men on one Chicago show. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. They're going to make us suffer. At least give us pretty men to look at. Exactly. At least give me some eye candy to mm-hmm. go with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the med family grows thing in the synopsis is obviously about Goodwin and her daughter, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which, man, oh. that uh, elevator service repairman came quick. <laughs> I mean, just a word to the wives to anybody. If you're that pregnant, don't go to a restaurant at the top of a building where there's one elevator. Just, just don't. Stick to somewhere on ground level. Probably not a good idea. No. <laughs> no uh but yeah basically so it was like a dinner mm-hmm. um like a fu- was it like a fundraiser thing or was it like a fundraiser brunch i thought of some sort because remember because something like that we'll get into it in a mo- momentarily but dr charles also brought his daughter so yes but for this yeah. goodwin and her yes. daughter were there and then mm-hmm. her daughter goes into labor so mm-hmm. goodwin has to be a badass and deliver her grandchild mm-hmm. and that was really cool Mm-hmm. love it when we get to see Goodwin like pulling out the old nurse knowledge I know. always always so great um but <clears throat> converging on that same place was the Dr. Charles plot which mm-hmm. isn't even mentioned in the synopsis no which is him trying to tell his daughter that he's dating mm-hmm. his old psychiatrist and it sort of resurfaces some things for him that mm-hmm. like he kind of didn't really think about mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he ends up breaking up with her I did not see that coming. No, because I'm sorry. The way I remember like watching the episode, I was like, they did some like weird music at some moments with him talking to his daughter. So I thought some weird thing was going to happen with that. I don't know. But that's just like the vibe I was getting. I'm like, is something weird going to happen with his daughter? Like, I didn't know, but I was just like, I was getting a weird vibe. And then it turned out to be like, oh, she just wants her dad to be happy. And it's like, yeah I mean that was she was very sweet the whole episode like she like once he told her she was like oh okay I mean if you're cool with it then I'm cool with it Mm -hmm. I mean it is a little weird but if you're okay with it then Mm -hmm. no big deal and then it turned out he wasn't okay with it Mm -hmm. (laughs) which if I were I'm not gonna lie if I were his like the I always forget her name what is her name thank you if I were Lonnie I would be I would be mad at him because like we talked about this going in yeah and you said you were cool and now you've decided you aren't like what it's not like they didn't talk about it they did yeah but I also kind of get where Dr. Charles is coming though too is that because she was his psychiatrist she knows like oh yeah all those ins and outs and so just knowing things that you would normally approach with someone you're dating 
uh, on a different kind of like basis of like having those conversations, having those moments happen. She already knows them. So I, mm-hmm. I do get it. Well, on and, both sides, we, it's, it sucks because yeah. it's like, and we, yeah. We did see a little bit of that power imbalance when she started, he started to talk to her about it. And she was like, oh, this is all because of your phobia yeah. or whatever. Like she really yeah. went like psychoanalysis that, that didn't on help the situation in Lonnie's no, favor that really didn't help no, at all no. um <laughs> so I get it but at the same time like if I were her my perspective would be like didn't we like discuss this before we ever started seeing each other this I would be a little mad I know this is where I feel like before they like seriously started dating I feel like they should have gone to like a couples therapist just to kind of be like we want to enter this relationship on a good place and we think you know going to a couple's therapist may have helped this whole situation to kind of be like this is how we draw the line in a healthy mm-hmm. manner mm-hmm. instead of all these little weird things happening of dr charles mm-hmm. not telling his daughter for forever but then lonnie also introducing some of the her patient's past behaviors into the conversation and it's just like well and the other thing is like she tried not to date him like she yeah. literally when this all started she was like yeah. i just need to not see you yeah at all mm-hmm. and then he was like why and she was like I just need to not see like she could have mm-hmm. just left it alone mm-hmm. <laughs> that would also be why I would be mad. I was like mm-hmm. seriously she tried mm-hmm. from the very beginning mm-hmm. to be like this isn't gonna work mm-hmm. we don't need to do this and then he was like but <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it, it just men you know they want what yeah. they can't have and then when they get it they're like no I don't actually yeah. want that yeah sometimes I mean I love Dr. Charles but I'm just saying <laughs> for both sides it was just the end result it was kind of foreseeable but at the same time they're just it's yeah it's just yeah not great so when they go to the brunch he takes his daughter and that's mm-hmm. when she finds out that he broke up with Lonnie and she's like wait what mm-hmm. <laughs> like what happened mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know how that's gonna if that's gonna have an effect on anything next season yeah. or if that's done or it's hard to say it might just be done we'll see we'll find out yeah. but that was basically that plot and then that brings us to the two plots well also lead... just a oh, what brief else? mention with vanessa and oh, maggie, maggie and <clears throat> the bio dad the bio dad which are we worried about the bio dad <laughs> I, i'm really mad because i don't want to be worried but he he's an attractive man He's very, and he like, was very happy to see Maggie. Like very happy. Very happy. <laughs> very, very happy. Like, uh, Ben, <laughs> you might want to check on your wife. Well, in like bit. the only part is like, has Maggie talked to Ben about all this at all? Probably not. Because she's terrified of like what's gonna happen. That's not great. No. <laughs> I feel like no. that that's definitely going to have some repercussions in the fall. <laughs> Maggie's about to enter her Will Halstead era. <laughs> See, the whole thing is that, so was maybe Maggie influencing Will Halstead to be better, but then at the same time, Maggie was getting some of Will Halstead's reckless behavior that we thought he grew out of? It's contagious. So osmosis of other personality traits? So, so maybe we need to rethink our wish for a Crockett-Halstead friendship because... Yeah. Crockett's yeah. already sort of <laughs> got a little bit of those tendencies yeah. he doesn't need anymore. <laughs> and, but I want the bromance between them. Uh, I do. <laughs> oh, man. Will. Will, Will, yeah. Will. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So Vanessa met her bio dad. And mm-hmm. now we just have to see if that changes anything with Ben and Maggie. 
um, and it, figure out how I feel not. about it because I don't know. No, it's like, better. I not. like, like Ben. They went through too much. They had a wedding they did. at the hospital. They did go through no. a lot. No, I refuse. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. They did go through quite a bit um, mm-hmm. together. Oh, it's going to be drama, drama, drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. But then that does actually bring us to the last two plots, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which obviously we have Dylan and Milena Joe. Joe, yeah, I guess interchangeably Milena and or Joe if you want to call her <laughs> Milena and or Joe yeah. um and how Dylan is hiding her in Will's apartment complex so that's going on throughout the whole episode it's mm-hmm. just him hiding her mm-hmm. um and then we have Will and Hannah clashing um was this also this was also the one with no this wasn't the one with the rent the one with the rent was last episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so this one is pretty much just about their patient and i'm trying to remember the kidney transplant thing and i it am having a hard time the boyfriend and girlfriend of like that's oh, right my boyfriend needs a kidney and oh, i'm gonna I... give it to him and he's like oh but i'm gonna break up with her because i don't really love her but then she thinks we're in love and we're gonna stay together forever and then that obviously leads into you know hannah and will being on very different sides of this conversation mm-hmm. of you know will being like she wants to give the kidney great Hannah is like she needs to know the whole truth before giving him a kidney which yeah yeah mm-hmm. I'm on Hannah's side on this one I, yeah. I would want to know mm-hmm. I mean at least give her the chance to like learn what's going on and make a decision with all mm-hmm. the facts mm-hmm. like come on Halstead seriously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah 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 mm-hmm. I'm with Hannah on this yeah. one she should have yeah that's definitely something she needed to know before going into the mm-hmm. surgery which, I mean, all that comes with that is that the girl does find out that he doesn't want to be with her anymore. And she mm-hmm. still wants to give him the kidney because she's mm-hmm. a good person and she doesn't want him to die. Like, I mean, it sucks, but she's still a good enough person that, you know, it's, I, I would never was, not just give you the kidney. I know. That was such a Sylvie Brett move. I was like, mm-hmm. I love this girl already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a one-off character, but I love her because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, she was very sweet. Mm-hmm. and very giving and generous mm-hmm. to him because mm-hmm. I would have been mad mm-hmm. um like for real mm-hmm. um but that was nice of her and so that that happens um and all it does for Will and Hannah is sort of lead them to a place where they I guess they kind of talk about things and then it shows them at the end of the episode in her apartment because Will is fixing something Will has tools and knows again, how to fix things added to the repertoire of things i was not expecting to be like will what? a plant guy will a fixer <laughs> bowling i accept the others don't know if i believe that 100 <laughs> percent. that was just like one of those things where it's like oh he has a toolbox mm-hmm. interesting i did mm-hmm. not know that he could do these things mm-hmm. um <laughs> so anyways which leads to them flirting a little in her kitchen which i can we not i don't no we're still in the era that we we don't need to go back here they're better off be be the platonic friends just be the friends i want to see asher have another love interest i do want to see asher with a love interest Mm -hmm. but i don't think it should be will Um, they've already been there done that and especially now with the landlord factor in there it's it's no Mm -mm. Mm -mm. yeah and no Mm -mm. um but i do i have decided that i do like hannah asher 
And I am excited to see more of her. This version of Hannah Asher, yes, I do. Mm -hmm. I I like, I like, Mm -hmm. I like her. I didn't like her originally when she was like her first appearance on the show, Mm -hmm. but I like her now. They're doing Mm -hmm. good things with Mm -hmm. her, I think. Mm -hmm. And they haven't made her a totally different character. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, she's the same character in a different place in her life. Well, yeah, she's, she's evolved to this different place in yeah. her life being past, being past, or, you know, she's, she's acknowledged her past of being that drug addict, but she's trying to move on. Mm-hmm. And I like it. I like mm-hmm. it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so we have that. And then while they're in the apartment, <laughs> the fire alarm goes off. And so they book it out of there mm-hmm. and Will runs by the apartment where Milena and Dylan are. And he's like, Hey, fire alarm, we got to go except he comes back like two seconds later (laughs) but anyway um the fire alarm and the fire is set basically to i guess smoke them out Mm -hmm. because the Mm -hmm. guy from the russian mob shows up to kill them Mm -hmm. as he suspected joe it was no has known dylan this time and so he Mm -hmm. needs to kill her for some reason because she knows she's been involved in whatever reason whatever reason i don't think the mob really needs a reason if they want to kill you they're just going to kill you correct (laughs) Correct. but so obviously they want to kill her and so dylan comes back and like buys her some time basically and he's Mm -hmm. like go get out and there's gunshots you know Mm -hmm. um and it looked to me like joe got shot no she did because there was blood on the wall where she said i don't know if Uh it was like a great and she like put her hand she put her hand on her side and then she brought it up yeah yeah um anyway he sends her he'd like get out go get out Mm -hmm. um i don't know if she actually makes it out yeah we don't know because she's just like they show her in the hallway blood Mm -hmm. and then they when they come back she's not there and but there Mm -hmm. is blood on the wall Mm mm-hmm Ah, stressful. So we don't know what happened to her, but what happens with Will and Dylan is that Will comes back to help Dylan and they're trying to get the the mob guy out Mm -hmm. of there. And then there's fire on one side of them and fire on the other side of them. And now they're trapped in Will's apartment building Mm -hmm. that he paid all this money for that is now burning down. Mm -hmm. I mean, on the bright side, hopefully, I mean, he'll get insurance money out of it, but at the same time, oh, it's like poor Will. He just got all this money. Like, really? (laughs) This poor guy. Literally going up in flames. Will has no luck Mm -mm. (laughs) at Mm -mm. all, Mm -mm. ever. But also, it really reminded me of, like, a fire finale, because now we have people trapped in a burning building. Oh, 100%. Is this Chicago Met or Chicago Fire? What is that? It's trying to be Chicago. (laughs) It realized it it was minutes against Chicago Fire, so I'm like, no, we're going to transform this into Chicago Fire for it. That's fine. But, um... I do feel like, and I'm going to say it now that we're at the end, this was the most finale-like of all the finales. Mm-hmm. This one felt the most like a finale, which is weird because normally it's the opposite. Normally Med is like the least finale-like, mm-hmm. but this time it was the most, mm-hmm. which I, I'm happy about. I mean, they've had a fairly good season. It started out really strong, mm-hmm. got a little weak, it but was, the it finale was, was pretty messy. good. There was messy parts during the later half of the season. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of that maybe had to do because it seems like an actress had to leave unexpectedly mm-hmm. from what we've gathered. So that mm-hmm. might have had something to do with it. But either way, this was, I feel like, the strongest of the three finales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It answered questions. It posed new ones. It gave us a cliffhanger. It did everything a finale is supposed mm-hmm. to do. Gave us some resolution, started some new plots, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then gave us like a precarious situation at the very end, which is of which I'm still surprised though. Expect. Because we all figured Will was going to be in danger. Will and Dylan, most likely. I did not expect fire to be incorporated, though. 
Yeah, I didn't expect fire either. I mm-hmm. thought there was going to be like some shootout yeah. in the apartment building. Like mm-hmm. when um, <clears throat> Will and Asher were talking in her kitchen, I kept expecting gunfire at like any moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. something's going to happen mm-hmm. and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I was expecting sort of like a drive-by situation Same. of the apartment building, Same. you know, mm-hmm. where like bullets are just blasted at the building. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not expecting fire. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so... But it gave us a good cliffhanger and also poor Will. But also can, poor Will. can fire the firehouse 51 please show up, please? Oh, yes. Uh, if they do not have at least somebody from 51 in the premiere, they will have failed. Like, <laughs> like literally. We right at there. least need to see Kelly Severide. All right. Well, yeah. actually, maybe not Kelly Severide because of the way fire ended. Yeah. Somebody else. Maybe Joe Cruz. We yeah, can see Joe Cruz. Tony Cap, I just fine. Give, me, give me somebody. 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 Yeah, give us somebody. We gotta, you know, but we could just see somebody from 51. We have to. Mm-hmm. That's like a requirement. Whenever mm-hmm. any other show has something to do with a mm-hmm. fire, we need to see someone from 51. Thank but, you. But also knowing our luck with how every time we were seeing Chicago Med on Chicago PD, these nameless faces, I have a feeling I'm. that's where I'm gonna, what's more gonna happen? I'm gonna be really disappointed <laughs> in them. But Okay. But let's be real, though, of all the shows, PD is the worst about incorporating crossovers. Yeah, true. The worst. They rarely ever do it. True. And it's super annoying. Fire Mm -hmm. tries to do it as much as possible, which Mm -hmm. is nice. And then Med tries more with PD characters than fire characters. Mm -hmm. But PD, I feel like they just don't. They just Mm -hmm. don't try. Mm -hmm. But it's fine. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We still don't know if Will knows that his brother got married, but whatever, whatever. <laughs> I'll get it. Yeah. I'm... Also, we'll talk about it when we get to PD, but like, why does Jay never go to the hospital with Haley? <laughs> I don't know. Why? 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 I have I many know. questions and that is one of them. <laughs> no. But can I also say one thing I'm very proud of? I, I don't think through up the entire episode, I said an explicit warning here fuck you to archer at all right like this was the one what like, world i is was this? amazed and it's like we got to see him like in his the dress uniform like the naval yeah. uniform and i was like are they actually managing to successfully like turn the tide on archer i don't know i don't know i'm like, like shocked it's like i just want them to pick a lane for archer because either make me like him with being this personal guy who's had a rough past maybe he's trying to correct it now that he sees like what Ethan went through I don't know or make him continue to be the guy who I hate like just yeah. just pick away like I'm getting some whiplash here from yeah I like him I hate him I like him I hate him if he's I, if he is um like I'm a smug asshole TM mm-hmm. um who is trying to do good then commit to that because that's what I was expecting when they first cast Steven Weber. I'm going to be honest, because that's the type of character Steven Weber excels at. Mm-hmm. So when they first cast him, that was my expectation. Mm-hmm. If that's what they're going to do, then give me that. Mm-hmm. Like he can still work well with others and be a smug asshole to him. Mm-hmm. Trademark. I'm trademarking that. Mm-hmm. Um, claiming it as my own. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so give us that, you know, mm-hmm. he obviously works well with Ethan because we've seen it more than a few times. Right. So mm-hmm. if he can work well with Ethan, he can work well with other people in the ED. Mm-hmm. So let's just, you know, have him be an ally, but a smug jerk. That's fine. Yeah, it, Cause it's like, what happened with that tension with Dr. Charles partway through the season? 
or the weird Pamela Blake tension with Crockett that yeah. just like disappeared too like <laughs> well that's gonna shiver down my spine and not in a good way well I'm just saying though he was I interested know. in her and then all of a sudden it was like it never happened which yeah I mean is that more or less they were just trying to test out these different storylines to see what worked or vibed I don't know I don't know but I mean that was definitely it was like midway through the season things got a little weird with Ned but overall it started real strong and I think Mm -hmm. it ended strong like the last Mm -hmm. couple of episodes Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. just toward the middle it got a little weird so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know high hopes for next season especially Mm -hmm. if they start with the same cast and end with the same cast Mm -hmm. maybe it'll be a little more evenly Mm -hmm. toned Mm -hmm. throughout the whole season we'll see Mm -hmm. but I definitely think this was the best finale of the three Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so next we will talk about fire um so get ready for that conversation Mm because that's gonna be an interesting one Mm -hmm. all right chicago fire chicago fire season 10 episode 22 titled the magnificent city of chicago Mm -hmm. um (laughs) Here's the synopsis. The big wedding day arrives and Firehouse 51 welcomes Casey back to celebrate the joyous occasion. Emma's plans to replace Violet come to a shocking end. Um, Okay, that synopsis tells us nothing. Uh, And I will say that while Emma's end was shocking, it didn't make much sense. No, and I'm sorry, you say shocking end. We all thought it was going to end much more literally shocking. Yeah, well, because <laughs> last season, let's 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 give this the prerequisite it deserves. Last season, the in the synopsis, it said there's a call that takes Severide's breath away, which literally there was a call that took his breath away, right? Mm-hmm. So all of us in the pod squad were like, uh, shocking end. It's going to have something to do with electricity. Immediately, that was what we all thought. And boy, were we wrong. <laughs> oh, we, we were wearing full clown makeup by the end clown makeup that is correct so i mean basically talking about the chicago fire finale or we're basically talking about some ship stuff basically for the most part right like i mean there was some other kelly stuff obviously like but like okay i have i have well okay i have complaints other than ship stuff uh i genuinely do oh that's Um, fair that's fair because because and i'm gonna start with this let's just go ahead and dive right in let's yeah we get to yeah. yell about some stuff and then we get to also talk about some happy little things too. Yeah. I feel like they did not use Casey to the best advantage that they could have in this episode. First of all, we did not need another Casey Gallo scene. He sent Gallo the corned beef recipe. That was mm-hmm. him passing the torch to Gallo. We already had that. We were good on that front. That scene with Casey and Gallo should have been Casey and Stella. Mm-hmm should have been Casey and Stella. Um, There was no reason for us to get another scene with Casey and Gallo. We didn't need it. I would have much preferred to have a scene with Casey sort of officially, not that she needs his blessing, but giving Stella his full support to lead truck. Yeah, but it it was his truck and now it's her truck. And that... mm. We should, they, that's what that should have been. Mm-hmm. If he was going to give his favorite acts that we've never heard of before ever in the 10 seasons of the show to someone, he should have given it to Stella. Um, I agree. Which, since when does Casey have a favorite acts? I don't Where did that come from? Whatever. You're anyway, <laughs> the best use they got out of Casey this entire episode was the Savasi scene. 
um, which we needed because we did not get enough Savasi in episode five. Mm -mm. For that to be his last episode, we got shockingly little Savasi. Mm -hmm. So we did need that. That was the best use they got out of him in the whole episode, um, which is ridiculous to me. You have Jesse Spencer back for one episode and you're going to waste half of his screen time on Gallo, who we've already gotten like a rite of passage type of scene with. I know. I, that has nothing to do with ships, but it, it made me so mad. No, that's because. Fair. They Fair. knew, and this is what kills me, is that Derek and Andrea knew that we wanted a Casey and kid scene. They knew it mm-hmm. because Andrea said something like, um, oh, he definitely has a reaction where there, there was none. <laughs> there was no reaction, nowhere, mm-hmm. none. Um, that's my, actually my number one gripe right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that yeah um first of all i don't understand why we needed the severide plot with him being chased down and the guy dying i understand that that led to the cliff the cliff cliff i put finger quotes because that was a terrible cliffhanger um (laughs) that i i mean i understand that that's it led to that cliff but did we need that no because no. that actually wasn't what caused the issue with the wedding. Because that was what we, when we saw the behind the scenes footage, you didn't, because mm-hmm. you said spoiler free, good for you. It, you know, I, st- I ended up seeing the fall. I, well, like, I saw like static images of it. I'm like, okay, scroll, 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 scroll well, away. Gina and Bryna and Lauren and I talked about it. And like mm-hmm. what we had assumed was that that was the thing that got Finale in the way ended, yeah. of the oh. wedding okay. and then they would have to scramble for mm-hmm. a new wedding that was mm-hmm. what we assumed mm-hmm. and it didn't no. have it didn't end up having any bearing whatsoever on it no so did we need it <laughs> when no. we could have had more focus on the wedding and Casey being back instead of that plot did we need it we could they have come it. up with another cliffhanger that would have been better mm-hmm. yeah yeah I mean, they could have, they could I mean, it could have also so, just, just been the one drug boss pulling up at the end. We could have seen his face. I, hmm. You know, I, I'm, I, I, just that whole thing was, we didn't need that. The only reason to include that was so that they could hype up a death, which they did which, and turned out to be nobody we cared about. Majority of people convinced it for a good minute was ha- going to be Hawkins dying, which thank God it wasn't. But it's but just the, here's, the only reason to do that, though, is so that they can hype it and make people worry about it so mm-hmm. that they'll watch mm-hmm. and find out who dies. Mm-hmm. But like I'm using finger quotes. You guys can't see this, mm-hmm. but They're nobody, there. nobody we cared about died. No, <laughs> that lit- one. So the only reason to include that plot is to have a death so that you can go around saying, oh, we have a death mm-hmm. in the finale. Mm-hmm. What? That is so, I'm sorry. I, I greatly respect Derek for creating Chicago Fire. Mm-hmm. I greatly respect Andrea for writing Chicago Fire all mm-hmm. these years, but they overhyped and underdelivered every single moment in this finale, except for Stellaride and the Savasi scene literally oh and all the the women of 51 okay i Mm -hmm. will say that they did a great job with the women of 51 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but but yeah it's like you said it's 
there's a point of you just just be fairly generic about these finales and that way people have no expectations going into them when you detail shocking end for emma there's going to be a i'm, I'm like no. mm -hmm. so anyway i have my gripes about how casey mm -hmm. was used he didn't feel i understand that they didn't want to write it to where he was absolutely essential because they didn't know mm -hmm. if jesse was going to come back mm -hmm. but they could have given him more mm -hmm better not mm -hmm. more better he had just mm -hmm. enough he had just enough just but enough it could have been better i also did not like this whole idea that he's so happy in portland he's created the perfect beautiful life for himself when mm -hmm. it's temporary like they put a firm timeline on it mm -hmm. so it just felt like why is casey putting all of his eggs in this two more year basket two and a half years is all he has there yeah no and it felt weird we didn't need that <laughs> no, it, it just feels once again like I always say Chicago PD has a problem of like everything is never written out of never written on a whiteboard. It's like Chicago Fire knows better. It's like you yeah. did all these things before. Why are yeah. we getting these things um, happening now when it, it makes yeah. no sense and it feels like you're backpedaling on things you've already established? Right. And I do want to get this out of the way just so because I don't want to make this all about Bretzy because I want to mm -hmm. get to the Stella ride and talk mm -hmm. about how amazing that was. Mm -hmm. Um there was no reason for the Bretzy drama either. I'm just going to put that out there. I understand that they don't know that Jesse will ever come back. Mm -hmm. And at a certain point, they will have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. But right now, they don't have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. They can put that off mm -hmm. and let Brett and Casey be happy in this long distance mm -hmm. relationship. That's It's a choice they're making to make them unhappy. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand it. Not just, I. Because I ship, not just because I ship Bretzy, but because to me, it actually makes more sense to allow them to be happy and keep Brett in that relationship because then you mm -hmm. free her up for all kinds of other plots. Mm -hmm. Also, should Kara ever want to take a break again or have another child, you've got that there mm -hmm. to write her out if that ever needs to happen, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Why not keep it as long as you can keep it? Not only that, but I am so tired of television shows telling us that long distance relationships can never, ever, 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 ever work because mm -hmm. they do, they can. Mm -hmm. and Brett and Casey are just the type of people to work hard enough at it to make it work and so, I'm sorry we've also like the moments they've made of them working at the long distance I've loved dearly like the exactly. things of like Matt leaving voicemails or writing letters, like mm -hmm. those are wonderful moments highlight those we love them dearly right it, it works fine and they can also I don't know if they realize that they can imply that he visits Chicago without us having to see him that's tv magic right there we don't have to see him for you to say, oh, Casey was here last week. Like, all you got to do is say that. We don't have to see his face. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm fine with it. Severide could have been like, oh, you know, Stella, that, you know, with Casey being back in town, we had a nice little cigar chat, like, up near, like, it, we don't, I mean, would it, we'd love to see it. Yeah, but we also understand we don't have to. he's gone. It, and also, how many other characters on this show have off-screen partners? Like a ton of them. So why can't a woman have an off-screen partner? Why is it only the men that can have off-screen partners? I don't know. They, these are all questions that I have. I also feel like questions. it was terribly cliche writing to have them in the end be like, how much longer can we keep this up if we see mm -hmm. each other? I just refuse to acknowledge it. I'm just yeah. I'm like, they, they had a I, Casey chance. went from nothing's going to change in 1005 to mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm -mm. I don't acknowledge it. I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't it. acknowledge um, it. <laughs> it's too swift of a turn mm -hmm. because they just spent two months together. 
that's what I why mean. is like, it going to come up no. that doesn't make any sense no so and it didn't seem like a breakup which was the other weird thing because mm-hmm. they kept saying oh you're going to get an answer so I felt like we were either going to know are they together or are they broken up and this was like a weird ambiguous mm-hmm. it just didn't I'm sorry if weird. I don't hear the words were broken up I'm no Mm-mm. no I'm you know nobody's going to acknowledge that no. unless you firmly no. mm-hmm. and if that was if that was going to be a breakup if that's what it was intended to be that was handled very badly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, and this is all separate from me shipping Bretzy. This is me looking at these characters and being like, this makes no sense. Well, yeah, because it's a complete 180 from everything. Yeah, we, everything we else given. that has happened in the other 21 episodes of the season. Mm-hmm. So, so no. it, it didn't make sense. Well, the, um, the, this finale had a lot of that happening. It did. So It did have a lot of that happening. Um, and, and not only that, but like, also speaking as a Brissy shipper, I don't want, I didn't want this episode to be all about Brett and Casey, Mm -hmm. but if we were only going to have Jesse back for one episode, I at least expected one kiss. Yeah. And all we got was some weird eye contact and then my hero and some handholding. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be all about them. I want it to be all about Stella Mm -hmm. and Severide, Mm -hmm. but you could have given me just one, no, one no, quick no, no, no. little casual kiss when they mm-hmm. saw each other at the firehouse instead of that weird eye contact that nobody knows what it was supposed to mean. <laughs> yeah, which once again, it feels like a lot of this finale was 180 from everything else that had been established it throughout the very, rest of the season. Very weird, mm-hmm. very weird finale, which shocks me because Andrea and Michael wrote this and Andrea and Michael write very solid episodes. Mm-hmm. So I was very surprised. I don't know if it's them writing a finale because normally Derek writes the finales. Mm-hmm. or what but it was weird the mm-hmm. whole episode mm-hmm. um but that's all I'm gonna say about Bretzy mm-hmm. right there um because the, they're not the main focus of the episode mm-hmm. and again most of it is affected by the fact that I don't feel like Casey was used to the best mm-hmm. um op- advantage to mm-hmm. their best no, I, get that. I get that um yeah but the next thing we'll complain about because let's just go ahead and get all the complaints out of the way um is the reintroduction of the love triangle with Gallo, Hawkins, and Violet. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Now, Andrea did say that it was coming. She's been saying it was coming. Mm-hmm. And we were all kind of like, well, how? Because she just said that she's in love with Hawkins. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. They both love each other very much. Right. And so it actually happens in this episode and it still doesn't make sense. No. Because, and I do think that there is a purpose to this uh, and we'll get into that, mm-hmm. but just looking at it at face value, right? <laughs> You have Hawkins doing everything that he can to fix this for Violet, but Violet doesn't know that because she's Mm -hmm. not there in the moments where he's giving these amazing heroic speeches, Mm -hmm. basically falling on his own sword and going to to his, the big boss, basically offering to give up his entire career for her Uh because she, because he feels like she does not deserve what is happening to her, Mm -hmm. but Violet doesn't know that Violet never Mm -hmm. sees that. Same thing on the fire scene with Emma because her shocking end, okay, let's get this out there too. Her shocking end was that they were in a fire with a woman who was basically like stuck, impaled into a wall while Mm -hmm. she's pregnant and trying to give birth to a baby. They don't have time to get her out and the fire is coming. Mm -hmm. Her shocking end is that she gets scared of the fire and she bails. They should have work some phrasing of being Emma gets burned or of some sort like some kind of phrasing like that 
would have been far well, better than I'm sorry, shocking. First of all, first of all, are you expecting me to believe that she's been a paramedic and never come across fire? I, also, I if if she was going to have like this phobia of fire, could they not have laid the groundwork for that like a oh, little okay. bit? Because this felt very like bizarre it was like they needed an ending but they didn't know how to end it so at the last minute they were like we'll just have her be scared of fire like <laughs> i mean i i think i joked with the meet us at molly's account or something like or brian or gina i can't remember who it was like I, I was thinking it was gonna like is really emma just gonna bail and that's how she gets fired and it was like that seems no that doesn't seem like a pilot no that's that's literally that's what, what they did and we <laughs> there are so many questions they didn't answer so many like what happened at her last station why couldn't the chief talk about it who was the guy in the picture in her locker why was um, all of her file blacked out like i, I, right. I want to know and why did they stress like her having drinks with mason was there a point to that mm-hmm. because they showed her and mason bonding several times and then there was never any proven mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. so <laughs> they had all this buildup and they did all this hype about dangerous precarious situations mm-hmm. and her ending is that she runs out of a fire and leaves Violet by herself. What? Mm-mm. That is the, what? That's so anticlimactic. I don't even. <laughs> that's so lame. But it did give us Hawkins telling her off at the fire scene, which oh. I appreciated and was very hot. Oh my god, so sexy. Um, but again, Violet didn't see it. So. All of this means that Violet has no idea how hard Evan has been working on her behalf. And she tells Gallo that she feels like he could have done more. Mm-hmm. I, excuse mm-hmm. me. <laughs> no, and, and she's giving Gallo all this credit for driving there to ask questions of this chief when Gallo would not have done that had Evan not tracked that information down. It just it felt like at the beginning of this, we had we had a really wonderful hakami moment with them in his truck which i have like thoughts about them in a truck later in my own head whatever um but like that was a wonderful moment and then so we get through all these little things throughout the episode to even make me love hakami even more for all these things going on and once again a complete 180 near the end i'm like so that scene at the beginning i mean it it violet was very upset she got out Mm -hmm. of the car upset and can't I couldn't blame her for that because of the position that she was in but you expect that to pay off at the end with them maybe talking and her Mm -hmm. not being quite as upset because everything's worked out that never pays Mm -hmm. off so what happens is Evan does all these things to help her Violet has no idea and instead of talking to him about it the distance between them grows Mm -hmm. so at the end of the episode they're further apart than they've been Mm -hmm. in forever and it felt very much like everything else that happened in this episode like a weird 180 Mm -hmm. sudden didn't make sense she ducked his call like you just told this man a couple weeks ago that you're in love with him and you're not even going to answer the phone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it didn't and it didn't make any sense I also got a little mad at Gallo because when Violet is talking to him about it he knows 
how stressed Evan was about the situation. He mm-hmm. saw him in his office. He knows where he got the information to talk to the woman and to talk to the mm-hmm. chief in the first place. He knows all of this. Does he say anything to his friend that you, your, your boyfriend is actually working really hard on your behalf? Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't. I, I feel like Gallo should have stepped up there and oh, been like, you should 100%. talk to him. Um, and he didn't. <laughs> because that moment suited him mm-hmm. because and he this, has feelings for violet and he kind of took advantage of that i hate it like i thought we were over this i thought we were gonna be in the millennial friends trio era again where it's enjoyable they have fun with one another and we didn't and i hate the it. only the only credit i can give them as far as that goes is that the very last scene with her is with ritter and not gallo yeah thank so you. that that was good um so I don't think they're totally steering away from that. Now that we've summarized it, let me give mm-hmm. you my thoughts on this. Okay. <clears throat> if they're writing this intelligently, which I pray to God that they are, that there is some sort of plan behind this and it's not mm-hmm. just thrown together the way it seems. The reason they showed the audience and not Violet, Evan doing all of these heroic, amazing mm-hmm. things is so that we root for him. Mm-hmm. and that we get a little mad at Violet they want mm-hmm. us to get mad at Violet mm-hmm. that's my thoughts on this because if you think about their relationship this season up until now mm-hmm. Evan has put in more effort to that relationship than Violet and I'm not mm-hmm. saying that to drag Violet I love Violet no, but she went she very much went with the flow mm-hmm. whereas Evan has done a little more fighting a little oh, yeah. more he's put a little more effort into pushing them forward mm-hmm. that initiative um, into either taking a step back for her own good or coming back because mm-hmm. every time they've had a mm-hmm. separation he's come back mm-hmm. um so I think what they're doing here is they're setting up Violet to make a mistake so that she then has to pursue Evan and put the work in to match his work yep, yep. this is what I think is going to happen next season um if that doesn't happen <laughs> then the, these writers are making absolutely no sense and they're good writers, so I can't believe that they would make absolutely no sense ever. Um, so that's what I expect. I expect him to come back, mm-hmm. Jimmy. I expect Jimmy to be back as Evan. And I expect us to have a plot where there maybe is a little exploration with Violet and Gallo before she realizes what's happened. Mm-hmm. Then she has to make it up to Evan. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm expecting. Yeah. So I think they want us a little mad at her. <laughs> I think that's intentional. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Because I we're agree. clued in on what he's done for her and she is not. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a reason for that. There has to be a reason for that. If not. Then, then what was that whole speech to Commander point? Hill for? I'm exactly. sorry. Exactly. Like- there has to be a point to that very <laughs> sexy, heroic moment of his where oh. he proved exactly how devoted and in love he Which is. I, I did want to, because I we love all of you who listen, but we didn't get really any like questions, which, you know, absolutely fine. We get it. Like everybody's still been processing the finale, but I was exploring the Hakami tag on Tumblr. And I saw this from, I, I follow this account. Their name is Jins Potter. And they had gotten a question about like Hakami towards the end. And it was like Hawkins going to Chief Hill and putting everything on the line to save Violet was God tier. And it's just, it's like, like, I'm sorry, you, that, when does that happen and we get to see it like 
I mean, that that. was a beautiful moment. Like that was one of those, like Evan Hawkins is the only man in Chicago type of moments. Uh Like I, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I have, I think I claimed in the pod squad that like Evan Hawkins is my favorite man in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And I tweeted that after the finale Mm -hmm. and it still holds up. He is my favorite man in Chicago. It is official. Because Keep in mind, this man who is a white shirt up there so he's up there he said I was willing to give that up and go back to being a paramedic Mm -hmm. if it meant Mm -hmm. Violet got to stay where she wanted to stay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah come on so I I mean (sighs) Evan Hawkins is the best man in Chicago Mm -hmm. and you can't Mm -hmm. convince me otherwise I'm sorry Mm -mm. So with that, though, I find it hard to believe that he won't be back, that Jimmy won't be back as Evan next season, um, at least in a recurring capacity. I don't know yeah. that they'll make him a regular, but I could see him being a recurring no, role. It's, it's just sure. like the other significant others on One Chicago. They don't have to be around for every single episode. Mm-hmm. But I still like some quality content. Like, come yeah. on. Come on. Yeah. So I definitely feel like that's a good sign for him mm-hmm. to be back. Mm-hmm. Um is Violet making a mistake and her having to make it up to him? I feel like that's that's oh, that, where we're headed. That better be where we're headed, or else yeah. I, mm-hmm, I got some words, and I will be marching to Chicago. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I get why people are upset. I was mm-hmm. upset too. But if you stop and you look at the actual story of it, mm-hmm. I do believe it has a point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but it, in terms of how it looks for Violet as a character, it does not look good for her to pull a one eighty like that. Which Chicago Fire, let's be real, has a history of having their female characters pull these weird 180s. Um, they did mm-hmm. it with Stella earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, they did it with Gabby like a lot, um, which was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabby is like the biggest victim of weird writing mm-hmm. on in Chicago Fire's history ever. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and then they also do it sometimes with the male characters too, like Severide a couple episodes before the finale being like, mm-hmm. you always get what you want. Where did that come from? So I'm, they, they do this, they drop these things in there and they're like, oh, this is the drama. Here you go. Whether it makes sense or not. No. Um, and I, I know, like did, did you listen to Derek's and Andrea's interview with no. Nudis at Molly's? So I didn't listen to the full thing, mm-hmm. but I did hear, cause I had friends that listened to it that, mm-hmm. um, Derek said he doesn't like it when people say that they write the characters out of character but they do um because he and his what he says is that everybody has bad days okay true everybody has bad days but when they have bad days they don't become an entirely different person with an entirely different personality they they may (laughs) they may do something a little different or like they might like be a little mean to somebody their their complete character doesn't change like exactly the person a person's personality does not change just because they have a bad day now, I don't think you should use out of character for everything that the character does yeah. that you don't like, because some things that they do that we don't like are in character. Mm-hmm. Like on Med, when I said I was mad at Crockett, but everything he did was in character. Mm-hmm. I mean, there you go. That's a prime mm-hmm. example of it. Um, mm-hmm. But there are some things that Fire makes these characters do that is mm-hmm. just so out of left field, out oh, of I'm character. Sorry. We could fill up a whole page of things that are like. Yeah, and they person? only. Right. And they only do it when they need to drop in some extra drama, mm-hmm. which I maintain that there are ways to drop in that extra drama and still be mm-hmm. in character. But mm-hmm. 
they just, it feels to me like sometimes they go for the quickest, easiest option, whether it's in character or not. Mm -hmm. And I get it. Mm -hmm. They're writing, you know, on a certain timetable, they have to move quickly and make decisions quickly, but Mm -hmm. there are times when they can be written out of character Mm -hmm. and Violet ducking Evan's call two weeks after she said Mm -hmm. she was in love with him is out of character. So Agreed. agreed. And her also being like, I don't think it's going to work out. I think it was a mistake. I, what? Bullshit. Two Complete weeks ago, you said bullshit. you loved him. So no, no. that's that's out of character. It is out of character. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Derek. It is out of character. Um, but I do think that they have a point to it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we will see that point next season. Mm-hmm. Now, um, what else do we need to talk about? I'm saving the wedding stuff. I'm trying girl, to think of other things. Girl power. The all the women okay now we're gonna get into the good things Mm -hmm. the things Mm -hmm. that we liked which Mm -hmm. every scene with sylvie stella chloe violet all of those scenes and kylie too Mm -hmm. all of that was so Mm -hmm. beautiful Mm -hmm. like the best it felt like a very true and honest portrayal of female friendship which Mm -hmm. is hard to find on television so Mm -hmm. i do want to praise them for all of those Mm -hmm. scenes it was amazing um sylvie coming at emma by the way the midwestern kindness was the, so perfect yeah the kill him with kindness of that whole uh-huh. scene was so uh-huh. sylvie and so mm-hmm. perfect i but my queen i was so happy mm-hmm. so, also so happy with that just brief mention the hug like the hug we knew it was coming we saw the stills but it's like it was so comforting to have the three of them hug like it, they were it so happy good. to see each other oh mm-hmm. i love it i love it mm-hmm. so much um and then, of course, the little bachelorette party or whatever that the mm-hmm. that was a bridal shower, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. that was in the officer's quarters was so cute mm-hmm. and very Sylvie, like mm-hmm. maid of honor type mm-hmm. of duty for her. It was mm-hmm. perfect. Um, <laughs> so I loved all of that. But the best one was Stella getting ready for the wedding and Chloe doing her makeup and Sylvie like freaking out. And they're both really, really stressed. Mm-hmm. And Chloe's like, OK, breathe. Mm-hmm. It's we're all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. that. So, so great. Mm-hmm. Um, every moment with the women was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So great. Um, I loved that. And then every moment where, cause we didn't see Javi much, but we did see him and I loved him in this episode. Like he was helping. I don't know if you saw in the background of the scenes when they were going from one location for the wedding mm-hmm. to the boat, he was holding Stella's dress yes, and helping Sylvie carry it. And I was like, you cute little gentleman. I love you Can so we much. also keep Javi? I need Javi to stay around. We, yes, we have to keep Javi. He's precious. And they're already incorporating him into he's, the 51 family. You, he's in wedding photos. You can't Javi, he's in the wedding photos most likely. Keep Javi around. We get to keep him. That's Mm -hmm. just bottom line. Mm -hmm. We cannot lose him now. I love Mm -hmm. him so much. Mm -hmm. Um, so those were great things. Mm -hmm. Loved that. Um, everybody looked fantastic at the wedding. Uh Uh-huh. Holy cow. Uh Violet's dress and Sylvie's dress, Mm -hmm. and then of course Stella's wedding dress. Like everybody looked beautiful. Mm -hmm. Everybody looked beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um so but okay and then other good things other good things Bowden walking Stella down the aisle in their little scene before like that my heart that's the one thing I have mentioned probably numerous times if we weren't going to get a wedding at the lake house I needed Bowden to walk Stella down the aisle and and we we got got it it. and we also got the Stella asking Bowden to walk her down the aisle which 
I think I was tearing up at that because like you're the like most like family like father like figure and and he was like it would be my honor and it was just like okay (laughs) so beautiful and I'm tearing up like thinking about it now because it it was was just wonderful and then Mm -hmm. the firehouse all pulling together to help pull off the wedding and Herman like (gasps) assigning jobs and I it was it was wonderful the wedding aspect of this episode was exactly what it should have been exactly but can I also say I me thinking it was going to be Herman that managed to somehow pull the boat thing happening together completely wrong and it ended up being Matt Casey which I wasn't mad yeah. about but I was just hero like, hero huh. moment for Matt Casey yeah. we no. loved that for him excellent I just was yeah. caught off guard because I was it felt like a very Herman thing that I also might happen. I also loved that Tony and Cap getting the 50 chairs ended up like saving the day uh-huh, which was hysterical uh-huh. I loved Cap's little like save the wedding yeah mm-hmm. oh and <laughs> it was great the last thing before we get into the Stellaride wedding is Tuesday we didn't get to really see much footage of her but Tuesday being she the was, flower girl and was the flower girl and we're still is if you if you're not aware which I don't know how you wouldn't be at this point but Tuesday sadly passed, passed away, away before the finale and so I I'm could be wrong I don't think we'll probably get any Tuesday content after you know after this season I mean I don't think they would replace the dog but I'm gonna be heartbroken if they do because Tuesday was special to us all I I feel like they won't but I mean it's just just so sad um Mm -hmm. Tuesday was the the prettiest girl Mm -hmm. um I of course I think a lot of people follow the animal trainer Christine Mm -hmm. And she would always post these like amazing behind the scenes, like pictures and videos of mm-hmm. Tuesday and Tuesday with the cast. And it was just so heartwarming and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like, my heart goes out to her because mm-hmm. that was, that's her dog. That's mm-hmm. like her dog that she raised and took care of and trained. Mm-hmm. And it's just sad. Um, yeah, that was, that came, the news came out like right before the finale. Mm-hmm. And that was very, very sad. Just- so yeah that was the last that was the last of Tuesday and Mm -hmm. Tuesday being the flower girl at the Stellaride wedding is just absolutely Mm -hmm. perfect and we're Mm -hmm. always going to have that Mm -hmm. I love her so much um Mm -hmm. yeah but that was really cute she had like a little like scarf and Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. was precious and Christine posted a video of her like carrying the basket which we didn't actually see in the episode so cute um anyway so there was that um, and we actually got a little bit of the reception, which mm-hmm. I mean, some weird things happened at the reception, but fine. Yeah. At least they gave us one. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like fire gives me something I want. And then to go with it, they give me something I don't want. Mm-hmm. And that was a wedding reception. I've been wanting a wedding reception for every wedding that they've done. Mm-hmm. And the only one that they've given us one for besides this one is Mouch and Platt's wedding. Mm-hmm. So I finally get one and some weird stuff happens at it. And I'm like, yeah, that would, you would do that to me. Yeah. You would. <laughs> just makes sense um but yeah so that's all the stuff besides Stella ride Mm -hmm. so um we'll get now we're gonna get into Stella ride because because they deserve their own section yes they do yes they do because it's we've been waiting how many seasons (laughs) oh my gosh she came in in season four and we're in it's just finished six seasons six seasons of them going back and forth and now they're finally married finally married Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. and those vows were so perfect oh it was it was good 
And it I love not just that, but all the little moments, like when they were moving from one location to the wedding, to the boat. And, mm-hmm. she, and Stella was like, don't look, don't you dare look Kelly separate. And like, love that. And it's like, so the hard playful. parts of it is that I love that Miranda mentioned that. Cause I think in a promo, she says like, you'll be excited. It'll be interesting to see. Cause Stella's like really excited for the wedding. And it's like, we didn't always get like parts. We knew the wedding was going to happen, but we didn't get like those like ex- excited like very in the moment like bridal things kind of like happening and so to get little moments like Mm -hmm. her like freaking out obviously and then chloe calming her and like sylvie down it's it's cute little stuff like that it's just like we've just been waiting so long for this okay but more so than stella's excitement i loved kelly's excitement Mm -hmm. he was so excited to marry the love Mm -hmm. of his life and it just made me so incredibly Mm -hmm. happy Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. Because like when Matt saved the wedding, you know, he grabs him. He's mm-hmm. like, genius, like yeah. just so mm-hmm. enthusiastic about mm-hmm. it. And Kelly Severide does not get enthusiastic about no. a lot of things. No. So like, it was just beautiful to see him like flirty and playful and, and supremely happy with his life in that mm-hmm. moment. And just like, that's what he deserves. Mm-hmm. Also, I very much enjoyed the moment of like murder in Stella's eyes when it was like, we had a deal, dude. Like <laughs> we were going to get married. And now I don't get to have my wedding. Like, oh, you. <laughs> oh, man. That guy's lucky that Matt yeah. came up with an alternate solution. Because oh, I think there could have been a moment of like, here, Sylvie, hold my purse, hold my veil. We got some words. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I mean, that whole wedding was perfect. Oh. And I mean, all, just all the little moments of them together and happy and like just excited to start their life together. And mm-hmm. up until we got to the cliffhanger with the truck outside of the cabin, the wedding <sighs> night at the cabin was really, really cute too. Yeah. So we like didn't get a- married on the back of the car and loved it. And like I said, we didn't get a wedding at the lake cabin, whatever, but we at least they ended their, they're, they're starting their honeymoon there. I'm not their complaining. wedding night. Yeah. the cabin so mm-hmm. perfect that's mm-hmm. just perfect mm-hmm. um and like he carried her across the threshold and everything like but could we got, just have ended it there like they got all the good wedding treatment they got mm-hmm. all of it mm-hmm. we got mm-hmm. the reception a little bit we saw them doing their like first dance thing and which just also excellent music for the entire wedding but like, they spent a good chunk of the budget on music they had oh, to know. have because they, they used so many like actual songs like you use john legend like I, right we know where that like, budget went somebody spent some serious change on on those songs for Which, sure i mean it's what stellar deserves after this long so yeah yeah no i mean the best part of this episode the best part because we had a lot of complaints mm-hmm. but the thing that we could not complain about was stellaride and the wedding mm-hmm. And how wonderful that was because it was everything it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some, I mean, it was, they, they really did the Stellaride mm-hmm. wedding justice. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, mm-hmm. and I feel like they did a great job of balancing the focus so that we got all these really cute moments with Stella mm-hmm. and Kelly and, and mm-hmm. we got all the happiness of a wedding and still had some time with other characters and other plots. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that, they did not resolve a whole lot, mm-hmm. which is weird. Mm-hmm. for them because normally we get firm answers to a lot of questions and then they bring up a new question at the very end right mm-hmm. that's normally how things go mm-hmm. they didn't answer hardly anything in this finale mm-hmm. so that being said that means that the best part the most the best written all of that is all in this stellaride wedding you could tell mm-hmm. that was their focus mm-hmm. and 
if that was their focus, they, they did it justice Mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, I, I'm just so excited for them next season. I hope they give us some like really good married Stellaride content mm-hmm. for sure. I feel like this cliffhanger is going to be a lot like this Stellaride season four cliffhanger where like we came back and it really wasn't a big deal. <laughs> most likely it wasn't, but it's just we were lured into a false sense because like the thing at the reception was them just like gra- like holding on to one another at their first dance, which that was the sweetest thing to see like Kelly Severed be so calm and just holding his wife while they dance. And he has a wife. He has like a wife. The growth, the growth from I season know. four Severide season- offering Mouch and out. I know, but for like, his wedding. Still, season one Kelly Severide. I, once again, we referred to knowing Kelly Severide was a bit of a man whore at the beginning. Yeah. He so. traded sex for drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's let's be real honest about it. In season yeah. one. He slept with a pharmaceutical rep for drugs. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Gross. he's come a long way. Gross. But even if you look at season four w- during the um, Malch and Platt mm-hmm. wedding, mm-hmm. he was straight up told Malch, like, if you need me to get you out of here, I got you. Right? Like, he was offering, he was like, mm-hmm. I don't understand why you want to get married. And he was like, uh, there was like, what is, what is the exact quote where he's like, uh, they're talking about how they're going to sit on the couch with their wives and eat ice cream. And he's like, and that sounds good to you. Like sitting on the couch all night, with just one mm-hmm. other person. That sounds good. You're like, yeah, that sounds great. And look at him now. That's all mm-hmm. he wants to do. Cause there was that episode, was it season eight where he like, it was his birthday. And he was like, all I want is just to be with you at home on my birthday. Okay. And it's just, and just I, beautiful I'm already like I would never go after a married man because I'm I have morals and that's my own choice and belief but seeing Kelly Severide with a wedding ring <laughs> oh man I'm so excited like we talked in the pod squad like next season when they're at work are they going to be wearing like the silicone bands I I don't know I'm are they going to be wearing gonna... any bands are they are they going to be wearing gold bands like how is this going to go what are they going to look I don't like know. I'm so curious I but I really hope they give them like a little time to be a happy married couple. Mm-hmm. Just like a, a couple of episodes at most. Well, also, like we went through so much up and down drama with them this season. Like we 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 don't need drama. Like if it, it can be like certain like little coupley things. Don't make it overdone, give them, overdone drama. Like, give them cases like they did toward the yeah. end of the season. You know, I loved them working together yeah. on have, that have one them, case. and ugh. Have them have disagreements on like opinions on a case. That's all we need as far as them butting yeah. heads. That, like none of the like and you're or allowed. give them drama to face together as a unit. Exactly. Exactly. But we don't need this convoluted out of character nonsense. No. Right. It doesn't need to be inward drama. It needs to be outward drama. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope they give them that because mm-hmm. I honestly I want it to be more like season eight Stellar Ride. Season mm-hmm. eight Stellar Ride was perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love season 11 Stellaride to be a lot like season eight Stellaride, mm-hmm. like give them things that unite them, give mm-hmm. them drama to face together. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that kind of thing. I, I would love that. Um, mm-hmm. so we'll see what they do, but it was a really great finale for Stellar. Mm-hmm. I like Stellaride shippers have, have get the best content. Can we say that? Like you mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. are so lucky <laughs> because not only have you gotten like they're them dating but you've got them moving in together you got them engaged and then you got their wedding I mean, you got every phase every milestone also but like a proposal and fire like who does that like 
I mean, <laughs> like, Which, uh, and they even got like the um, the trope where it's like two best friends living together and oh, totally yeah. in love with yeah. each other. Early on, you guys got that. You guys got like amazing. Oh my god, I'm but so also, jealous of Stella Rachel. But just in something <laughs> I just thought of, of like proposal and fire, but getting married on water. It's just like it's kind of like such a right? perfect bookend. Like, oh, oh my god, so good, so, so good. good. Um, I. And I'm gonna say this now, since they're married and that's happened, I mm-hmm. think of all in all of one Chicago, Stella Ride is the ship. They are the one Chicago ship. Like the elite should be number one on any list, mm-hmm. one Chicago ship. And I'm talking even of like ships that are no longer together mm-hmm. <laughs> because they have been through so much and they've had all these ups and downs and we still got all the milestones and well, now yeah. they're married. Well, and we've like, had just, we've gotten to see it all. Like, I mean, I love so many of the other ships too. Like I love, uh, Mouch and, you know, uh, Trudy Platt, like Trudy, but we don't get to see all of like that in between for Stellarite. We get to see almost everything. Like certain things happen. We've seen it all from the, Mm -hmm. like, except for how they met. That's the only thing that we never saw because when when they were introduced, they'd already met. Right. But other than that, we have seen Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, they're just like top tier number one mm-hmm. gold medal one mm-hmm. Chicago ship I think mm-hmm. of all the ships even mm-hmm. like the original OG ships they're mm-hmm. like the top mm-hmm. um yeah just, and I don't they, think they have a dynamic that works in their chemistry together is I, you're lucky when you find that on a tv show yeah. and it works like there was that that tweet going around that was like talking about uh late additions to television shows that changed mm-hmm. the television show mm-hmm. yeah uh Miranda Ramayo is still a kid in season four mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. late addition to the show that is now just mm-hmm. completely overtaken the show in the best possible way because mm-hmm. um, I mean I still would, pro- would probably watch the show but to have them add her in and for her to flourish as she has on the show and it's just it's added such a wonderful dynamic of you know being a woman but also being a woman of color and it's just it's you know it's it's one of those things and to like talk about the issues of there are not enough women in the fire department like just straight up a woman of color a woman in a leadership position in Mm -hmm. a male driven field Mm -hmm. um just a a woman in general who and I what I appreciate the most about Stella is that she is very feminine and very sexy but mm-hmm. she's not um I don't want to say overly feminine but she it's it's this balance of like every woman doesn't have to be overly feminine mm-hmm. to be appreciated mm-hmm. as a woman mm-hmm. and you don't have to be overly masculine to be a badass mm-hmm. because I feel like you see those one of two stereotypes on television you mm-hmm. see the overly feminine woman not that mm-hmm. there's anything wrong with being overly feminine if 100%. you are a princess embrace being a princess and i Absolutely. totally will support you but then it's just i feel like on television they give us one extreme or the other they do. They and do. there's no in between when not every woman is one thing or mm-hmm. this thing mm-hmm. and so what i appreciate the most about stella is that she is a combination of mm-hmm. all of these unique qualities she is neither ultra feminine or ultra masculine she mm-hmm. is this she she's is herself kid. she's, she's herself kid. she's whatever she wants to be if she wants to wear a sexy dress she will wear a sexy dress mm-hmm. if she doesn't and she wants to be a badass in her turnouts she will be a mm-hmm. badass in her turnouts mm-hmm. I mean like I I just appreciate that they they didn't feel the need to go stereotypical in either direction mm-hmm. they just mm-hmm. allow Stella to be her own person mm-hmm. um and that's brilliant and they do the same mm-hmm. thing with Sylvie Sylvie is mm-hmm. also 
combination of things. Mm-hmm. Violet too. Like mm-hmm. they do a great job on fire with their female mm-hmm. characters and, and having them be complex, dynamic, three-dimensional. But yeah, people. I mean, even to go back to it, like Leslie Shade, both Leslie and Gabby, yeah. like and Gabby. all of it, like they just, they, I, we yell at I mean, the even, Chicago even Chile, even yeah. Chile, we have that's our issues with Chile, but she's totally a three-dimensional, yeah. not a stereotypical, you know, mm-hmm. anything thing yeah so i mean we um, have gripes with the chicago fire writers but they also we clearly say they do know how to do certain things like write their women yeah. as well as they have well, been able to do you know if you anybody who loves something should be able to criticize it as mm-hmm. well as praise it you recognize mm-hmm. its shortcomings mm-hmm. but also can praise its strengths mm-hmm. and chicago fire strengths i mean for a long time now, i mean they haven't always been so great about the way they write women let's be clear about that mm-hmm. Like I said, they did some serious bad shit with Gabby that they should not have done. That mm-hmm. was a disservice mm-hmm. um, to her, to mm-hmm. Monica. That I really feel like they made some mistakes. But since then, I think they've learned from that. I mean, I mm-hmm. really feel like they turned a point. Uh, there was a turning point in season seven where they realized they needed to write the women better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because once they introduced Foster, we really started to see more of female friendships. We had seen them before on the show but it was mm-hmm. like they were being written a totally different way mm-hmm. and it felt more real and mm-hmm. I think that's why so many people loved that foster um kid and Brett trio because mm-hmm. that was a really popular friendship trio mm-hmm. um and I think that's why because the writing took on a, a more realistic mm-hmm. you know it felt true mm-hmm. um and the women on Chicago Fire hadn't always felt true up to mm-hmm. that point mm-hmm. um so the show has really improved in the last mm-hmm. several seasons as far as how they write women and the way they treat mm-hmm. women and, and the stories they allow these characters mm-hmm. to tell. That being said, they have more work to do. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, now that absolutely. we're we're in our, our season review phase of this conversation, they did something this season I don't want to see them do again, which is have a woman be a liar to hurt a man. They yeah. have done that two times already over the lifetime mm-hmm. of the show. Mm-hmm. let's not do that anymore no. and mm-hmm. while emma was a villain that i enjoyed hating i really it, I, it was, I, it's been overdone way too many times yeah and actually they did it again this season too because they had uh, with pelham they had the candidate that mm-hmm. was lying mm-hmm. about what happened on the call so can we not let's not do that anymore <laughs> no it's um, done it's used it's you've worse. you've done that you've used it four times actually over the lifetime of the show let's move away from that mm-hmm. um especially when th- two of those cases had to do with sexual harassment mm-hmm. can we can we not imply that women who claim sexual harassment are liars mm-hmm. and out to get the men that they accuse mm-hmm. they've only done one time only one time have they done a sexual harassment plot that showed the woman being genuine and that was with foster mm-hmm. in one episode in season eight mm-hmm seven 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 so let's just yeah we're done just stay away from the women being liars about Mm -hmm. being victims because Mm -hmm. that's not helping anybody no uh that's my one my one big 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 gripe from this season Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. other than that they have made real strides in writing women better um Mm -hmm. being better about telling those Mm -hmm. stories i do think they have some strides to make also in diversity as well i'd like to see more ritter 
thousand percent. Um, I'd like to see more of his personal life. That's not just him helping out a street kid because they've done mm-hmm. that with him a couple of times. Mm-hmm. L- let me see him like dating. I mean, you mm-hmm. show other people dating, you show mm-hmm. Violet dating. What, why, mm-hmm. what's stopping you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he broke up with Eric. Great. Let's show him moving on. Let's show mm-hmm. him being happy. Let's show him finding mm-hmm. an actual partner. Mm-hmm. Um, what, I mean, Mm-hmm. why not you've got every I mean, other character with a romance and I, they, I i still give them credit like they did the whole thing with the entire firehouse being supportive of the guy who was being incredibly homophobic that was great at yep. molly's but like let's continue that it's still a thing it can't don't let it be one and done it's, it shouldn't mm-hmm. be a one and done thing at all well not only that but I, <laughs> as a bisexual woman let me say this i don't want to just see stories about that when it's a story of strife when it's suffering when it's no. Uh, it needs to be, to be happy moments. it's a part of Ritter's everyday life mm-hmm. he is gay mm-hmm. so why are we only showing the moments that cause him drama why can't mm-hmm. we also show the moments that cause him happiness and they've done mm-hmm. that in the past this season they fell short on that mm-hmm. um so I hope in season 11 that they give him more room yeah because I mean they be happy and show him, what's mm-hmm. why can't we see him actually dating yeah, and because I, I mean, we've seen him dealing with his friend's drama and him still being the most amazing friend to try and balance their insanity sometimes. Yep. And and they let him have fun with Mouch, but I still want him to be happy. Like let yeah. him have they, the happy they, moments in life. They sh- they used him more as a conduit for Violet mm-hmm. and Gallo drama this season than they should have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my opinion on that. I, I mm-hmm. feel like <laughs> they they need to give him more. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because Daniel is a, an amazing actor. He has proven mm-hmm. that several mm-hmm. times over. Um, and it also speaks to the diversity of the show there. Mm-hmm. And I, I love Hakami. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. there is interest, something interesting in the fact that they're willing to introduce a whole new love story, a whole new love interest for Violet mm-hmm. who's been on the show less mm-hmm. than Ritter um we've known Ritter longer mm-hmm. and yeah he broke up with Eric but let's show him moving mm-hmm. on let's show him mm-hmm. getting his own relationship and even with Eric we didn't see Eric as much as we should have no. Ritter came on the show already in a relationship right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we didn't really see a whole lot of their love story other than that one episode where they had broken up and they got back together mm-hmm. so that's one of my wishes for next season two mm-hmm. is let's let's see more of that Mm-hmm. um and maybe can we introduce another lgbt character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at some point yeah, can it not all be on ritter because at one point we had foster and ritter and that was amazing i loved mm-hmm. that um so you know let's get back to that <laughs> mm-hmm. that's just i mean there, there's my... a lot of people in chicago and i'm sorry the entire house just doesn't need to be full of straight people thank you exactly <laughs> and that, that's me saying it as a straight white woman, I, yep. I want to see those stories. I want to see more than just heterosexual relationships happen on TV. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's that's more than that's what's out there in life. I want to see that on TV. It's what deserves yep. to be on television. No, oh. I'm yeah, I'm totally with you. And I hope we get more of that since mm-hmm. in season 11, since um, let's just point this out. Chicago fire is the only show with an LGBT character of the three, one Chicago mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're already automatically doing better than med or pd but they can still yeah. do even better than that yeah 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So, but I think that wraps up our fire discussion. We'll leave it on that note. Um, overall, I don't think this was, I think this was the worst finale of the three. I'm going to be honest. It's for me, it still ranks a little bit higher than PD, but I get where you're coming really? from. And I, I, I have feelings. I just think, I think, I think fire had many opportunities to make this no, the agree. best finale ever. And they fell short way too much. Um, I think PD which we'll talk about while they had some things that it wasn't the most exciting finale. I feel like it was a better finale in terms of the overall season that they were, no, that they had the overall that. story than the fire finale. I get it. So I if I had it. to rank them, it would be med PD fire. Can I give like second place to both? <laughs> sure. It's a tie, a tie, it's a tie. It's yeah. a tie. Okay. That's fair. Okay. So now we're going to talk about Chicago PD. Chicago PD. Season nine, episode 22, titled You and Me. Um, and the summary is, after an explosion rocks the case, the team scrambles to finally take down Escano as everyone nears their breaking point. Vague synopsis. Um, <laughs> so this episode. I mean, there was an explosion. Yes. At the beginning, and even after Haley flying way, way, way high in the sky, she several was barely feet. harmed. <laughs> yeah, several she feet was in the fine. air. No big deal, just a little bump on the head. <laughs> yeah, because we got big, massive explosion. Her flying, hitting her head on concrete. Launched. Yeah, hitting her head on concrete, looking decently banged up. Because I mean, granted, she wasn't like right next to the truck. She was still pretty. I mean, you have to be pretty close to launch like that, and um. Lo and behold, we get no scene at Med, no worry, Jay. Just, you know, we get to see her a little bit later, um, just with a little, fine. <laughs> like, little bandage over her face. And she's with Trudy in uh, Chicago, the, the, they're like near their interrogation room and she's fine. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> there was really, again, this is another thing that the show did just for the cliffhanger. There was no point to it other than to give us the to be continued at the end of episode 21. <laughs> That was it. Also, that the, was the only reason. <laughs> also, just to have Jay screaming Haley, and then for no follow up to that. Okay, <laughs> great, thank you. Makes they are sense. determined not to have Jay go to the hospital with Haley over anything. It feels like, which is just really funny. <laughs> I, I wish people could see the face I'm making because I'm so annoyed. <laughs> because, do I mean it, it's likely very much implied that Will absolutely knows he has a sister in law at this point. But I want to know. I want to hear that conversation, and I want to see worried husband Jay that his wife is okay after being near. Say it's an so strange that they like don't want to give us worried husband Jay. Like why? Why? Why don't? Why? Because is, it's why? because it's a void focused episode, and we can't have any other focus. <laughs> oh, that's right. It always comes down to that, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh huh. They pick a character and they stay on that character, uh -huh. and we don't get to see yeah. anything else. No. So I mean, granted, also we had the Haley focused episode this season and we barely got in worry Jay then. So exactly. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's the biggest thing. She was like almost hyperthermic in the back of an ambulance and Jay had his phone on silent. Like yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, sure. Great. Okay. His, his wife's going out for a night run in Chicago and mm -hmm. he's going to have his phone on silent. Sure. That sounds legit. Yeah. Great. Makes sense. <laughs> anyways <laughs> that was the start of the episode mm -hmm. um 
so basically i think we all saw where this anna plot was going mm-hmm. which once again i reiterate we all knew basically what was going to happen so the how this finale turned out was a surprise to no one yeah uh pretty much the moment that we met her mm-hmm. <laughs> the pod squad was like oh she's gonna die mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh and she did so mm-hmm. look at that um mm-hmm. Yeah, Anna basically lost it, which I don't blame her. No, for His everything voice she... been manipulating yeah. her yeah. this entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> also, Escano, pretty messed up dude. So oh, very messed up. Between he, I mean, the two, of course she loses it. Yeah. I would too. And I mean, Escano got what he honestly, I thought he deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to getting be honest. stabbed in the very yep. personal areas about seven mm-hmm. times yep. um yeah it, it, that was well deserved yeah it was. i agree I, I was not mad at anna for that no, <laughs> no i mean knowing she was pushed to her breaking point like it was gonna happen it mm-hmm. absolutely was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so that's basically what the episode is about mm-hmm. though it's voight trying to save anna mm-hmm. after he's the one that put her in this position in the first mm-hmm. place mm-hmm um you know it's a little late it's a little late for that void um he had all the time in the world and he was like no i want to get escano first and then she'll find out they and they did get the escano drug bust like the big 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 drug bust (laughs) which uh that was the one little comedic part to all of this which i very much enjoyed (laughs) because uh it was burge water Mm -hmm, that's what i mean burge water and then they just open up the door and it's like, oh, that's a lot of drugs. And so Adam yeah. saying that was just really funny to me. I mean, that was a really nice moment. I'm glad uh-huh. that it was Birdwater that uh-huh. got to find all the drugs because uh-huh. that was, that was pretty uh-huh. funny. I mean, do we um, think they, the three of them took some like Charlie's Angel style photos with some of the drugs? I don't know. I can kind of picture. I can kind of picture it. I, I can see, I can see Kevin and Adam being really into that and him going along with it because mm-hmm. like what else is she gonna do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kevin pulling mm-hmm. out his phone and they stand in front of the little hole mm-hmm. <laughs> take a mm-hmm. selfie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that totally happened that mm-hmm. definitely happened you're absolutely not supposed um, to but when is that stop adam ruzak i never never ever they totally did that mm-hmm. <laughs> um mm-hmm. yeah but basically the episode ends with Anna dying in the hospital and a needlessly shirtless void. I, I want to burn it from my brain and I wish there was a way was, to do that. It was very distracting in a negative way. <laughs> like I was watching the scene going, can someone get this man a shirt? <laughs> like get him a shirt. I don't need to see this right now. <laughs> with the way that all ended, I mean, I was hoping it was the sh- shot to Voight was going to be a little bit further to the right not to the left me too um, gonna, uh, yeah but I, was, I, mean, I was hoping to for the a surprise of, more but to the surprise of no one like anna honestly lost it as understandably so and then mm-hmm. it comes down mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. basically a shootout where she 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 was gonna shoot void and then i think it was mm-hmm. Haley that ended up yep. shooting anna Upton. and it was just like i mean we kind of saw it all coming because it's even though we all hate Voight he's still the leader of the unit and if Anna has a gun on him and he's not willing to shoot her what was gonna happen somebody has to yeah yeah I mean yeah so that happened um but really other than that there wasn't a whole lot going on in that episode no, um, which I'm just I'm still mad we had a whole <clears throat> scene like the the final 
thing we saw was a shirtless white. Like, <laughs> did not need, like, he was shot uh, in the shoulder. The shirt could have just been cut to make a massive scoop neck, and it would have <laughs> been fine. That's all we needed. No, we got a full shirtless white just running through med, and it was like, did I need I, that? No. I, I will say, though, at least, at least the PD finale answered some questions and I, it wrapped up some plots it um you know i there are other questions they could have answered from the premiere mm-hmm. uh like when is burgess gonna find out that the guy that attacked her and, and tried to kill her is actually dead is she ever gonna find out she's just gonna live her life thinking he's still out there i don't know maybe <laughs> i mean do, we don't get to find out if Burzek's happily living in a house together even though i'm convinced they are they are but i mean at the very least kim and michaela are living in that house and adam comes over for dinner right true. like that's very true. at the very least very true um and we don't know if atwater reconnected with his girlfriend don't i'm know. gonna say he didn't i'm gonna say I'm saying no I but i'm that's... like we could have at least gotten something <sighs> yeah um you know, uh, there are questions they could have answered that they chose not to, but they answered all the important ones, like the mm-hmm. most pressing ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have a cliff. No. But we had an emotional cliff because there's going to be ramifications from Anna dying. Oh, a thousand percent. And I am hoping that, and this is probably a very stupid hope because this show's never going to do away with Voight. I am oh. hoping that Anna is the push Voight needs to retire <laughs> because God, every person so. he cares about dies a horrible death you know <laughs> or leaves him mm-hmm. either way mm-hmm. oh so like um yeah can this be the uh the last shred of of horribleness that he needs to go like banish himself to some island somewhere <laughs> like i just his behavior has always been bad but especially like this last little bit with anna it it, it just makes me so mad i'm like it's like I'm, I'm done i'm yeah. done it's time for sergeant j halstead it's mm-hmm, time mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. just move into that era you mm-hmm. know um get some fresh blood into the unit I know. because if he gets promoted then we can add two more people I know. right mm-hmm. so let's just do that mm-hmm. um let's get kevin a real love interest mm-hmm. let's show some married Haley and jay mm-hmm. let's like- get berzik mm-hmm. together finally and let's move on. Let's find other things mm-hmm. because they, mm-hmm. this show has got to shake it up a little bit. I'm sorry, but yeah. like they've stretched out the Berzik drama as far as they can go. Mm-hmm. They um, are not showing us Upstead happy and married, mm-hmm. which makes no sense considering they just got them married. Like mm-hmm. at the very least, give us like, some something. Like just and even like, Kevin, a dinner, they, like a dinner with Will Halstead, like coming over to the apartment. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and even with Kevin, they only pull him out when they need uh, a st- either a, a story about racism mm-hmm. or a story about uh, diversity, or they need to break his heart. Yeah, literally, those are the only reasons they use Kevin. No. So, you know, let's um also, shake it up a little bit. Give me some again, different stuff. I will reiterate. I miss Trudy. Like we we did not get enough Trudy. No. <sighs> They gave her, I will say, I think they gave us more of her this season than last season. I know, but I still want but, more Trudy. Yeah, we still need, well, and the thing is, ever since they took away Patrol, they've sort of taken away a big chunk of why she was there to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that's why we see less of her, is because there's no Patrol officers for her to interact with anymore. Mm-hmm. So, 
and they're never going to bring back patrol but i wish they would because it was it added an interesting dynamic to the show mm-hmm. i thought mm-hmm. but whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't write the show yeah. i just watch it and complain about it mm-hmm. um <laughs> I, I don't know we'll see next season should be interesting because gwen will have the entire season to herself mm-hmm. so i'm curious to see like if that changes anything at all i'm hopeful uh, yeah we'll see we'll find out um but yeah this finale was just sort of exactly what everybody thought it would be i think they kind of wrote themselves into a corner with it to be honest oh 100 it really wasn't very many places they could go especially given the way the show is written where it focuses only on certain relationships and certain characters every episode um so this was exactly what people expected it to be i still think it was better than fires finale um sure. personally uh mm-hmm. So, but see, that's because, and I think this is because the showrunners of fire set such high expectations for themselves and they didn't Mm -hmm. need it. Mm -hmm. Whereas the showrunners on PD didn't really set any expectations. They were just like, we're following the plot. Yeah. They're like, we're following the plot. This is the storyline on the show. This is where it's going. This is what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kind of like that better than I like uh, hyping it up Mm -hmm. too much to not deliver what you promised. yeah so that's part of why i feel like this was a better finale i didn't have all that hype mm-hmm. beforehand mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> um but that being said we we know pd has work to do we've talked mm-hmm. about it before mm-hmm. um it's to me by far the uh most uneven hour of oh, yeah. the three one chicago hours we, we've been saying that for forever and it's still they're not pro- they're true. not trying to prove themselves wrong <laughs> still true yeah. uh yeah so wildest dreams though for pd is that now that legends of tomorrow is canceled <laughs> that lizeth can come back mm-hmm. <laughs> and we can get rojas back <laughs> mm-hmm. which i mean that would be an entertaining sight for her to be like what happened while i was gone excuse <laughs> she me? just she should just show up the way she disappeared just like yeah. she's just like she's never been gone she's uh-huh. just always been there and we just uh-huh. <laughs> i'm okay i'm you know i don't honestly be okay with that too <laughs> i just think that would be funny it'd be like a, a meta very meta of them to just like have her be there like she's always been there <laughs> oh yeah and it's like you know maybe adam could say oh you know jane haley got married i was like oh yeah no i i was it was their witness when they got married <laughs> I, was at, I was at the courthouse <laughs> <laughs> i'd be fine with it that would be great <laughs> that would be hysterical or, you know, oh she God. just she shows up at molly's and you know maybe will still doesn't know that his brother got married and she'd be like oh yeah you know they're married right and we'll be like what oh Excuse now me? i really want that to happen i want her to just show up and it's just like she's always been there she never <laughs> went away what are you talking yeah. about yeah i'm i I'd be fine with that. Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> um, but no, I, it's not going to happen. But no. the opportunity is there should yeah. they choose to bring Rojas back. Because then we could learn like, oh, she was undercover or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe she that's what's where she is. She's deep cover. So they can't really mm-hmm. talk about her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <clears throat> but something. Can I get an answer? <laughs> mm-hmm. can, can we have her back even if it's just for one episode? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I miss her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also miss row water because that was seriously going to be such a great ship. And then they took it away from me just for the height difference alone. I mean, it was so great. And I'm still mm-hmm. mad. Like it had such potential. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like Stevie and Will on Med, the potential mm-hmm. was amazing. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, it's just never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad. Yeah. Um, anyways, <clears throat> gosh darn it. Uh, so PD remains the happy fun time show. As always, <laughs> happy fun times hour. Uh-huh. TM, I mean, trademark. one right thing, nobody died on, in the intelligence unit, even though I kind of wanted Voight to, but nobody, no, no, no memeing of anybody this season. Listen, at the end, so I think, I think Gina, was it Gina in the pod squad that said mm-hmm. it best? Like every, all the characters we care about are totally fine. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is like the best case scenario mm-hmm. for PD fans mm-hmm. is like all the characters that it, the central characters that everybody loves mm-hmm. are a okay because mm-hmm. they weren't in danger. They weren't the main focus of the finale. <laughs> so everybody's good. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's like best so, case scenario for PD. W- one positive thing, like we actually said something good about PD. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, PD fans get to spend their hiatus not worried about their favorite mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> so there you go. Mm-hmm. Also, opportunity for future Sergeant Halstead. I mean, who's I mean, not here for that? Come on. It's yeah, right can there. You imagine? Oh my God, he'd be so hot as a sergeant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That's just, that's going to be his like ultimate sexy king era. We're just mm-hmm. going to, we're just, just going to put that out there. Him behind that desk. Oh, oh man. Mm-hmm. If that office is his, ooh. Oh, mm-hmm. and he can close the blinds and we can get some like sexy upstead at work content. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they should giving, make that happen. We're giving, they should definitely make that happen. We're giving the PD writers content right here, right now. I'm like, just saying, on. right? Like give him the office, close the blinds, have Upton sitting on the desk and then mm-hmm. making out on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be like the gift that sets the internet on fire right there. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep they should they should definitely give us that mm-hmm. <laughs> i agree yeah also uh can we get like some soft berzik domestic content now i feel like maybe that's where they're finally leading us i'm hoping but it's Let's like so. they deserve they've it an, they've been they've, through some tough shit they've had enough we're getting into season 10 let let season 10 be let berzik be happy They've been like, how are enough. they not tired? They've got to be tired. Oh, they're tired. They're tired, but Just they keep like, powering let them through it. Be together. Mm-hmm. I mean, my goodness. Let's give Kevin the relationship drama now, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's put get at just give kevin the relationship drama i would be fine with that because yeah. that would mean he would have an actual love interest well and also that's around for more than two episodes because burzak water is so close let him come to burzak with his love issues <gasps> that would be so cute it would be what? like a rom-com i know it's the single guy with the married friend i know and like Aww. what if they have a cute fun dinner like where the his love interest comes over or they go to a restaurant unintended or, they like, should totally i know pd would never do this because again they're the happy fun times hour but they should definitely do like a rom-com plot with him like they should they burgess meets someone she tries to set him up with and they all they're over at their house for like a family dinner mm-hmm. or whatever and she invites the person she wants to set him up with and mm-hmm. they don't get along at first or something you know they butt mm-hmm. heads mm-hmm. and then it turns out she gets assigned to the unit or something mm-hmm. oh man i would eat that up we all come would come on we would come We'd on enjoy it. let me have it that would mm-hmm. be amazing mm-hmm. God. There's so much potential and they're never going to do any of it. Mm-mm. So if somebody <laughs> else just wants to take that, take that for fanfic, I don't care. Like 
give it Series, to me. Oh, oh, please. Yes. Somebody write the, the Atwater rom-com. Mm-hmm. Do it's, it. It's, it's what Kevin deserves. Do it. I would read it. I would read it so hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have like him be like, you know, the main male character. And then mm-hmm. Berzik is like his married friends with a kid and mm-hmm. they try to set him up with somebody. Yes. Somebody mm-hmm. write that. Let me have it. Let mm-hmm. me have that right now. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Mm-hmm. But that's the good part about this PD finale, though. You guys get to live in that happy hiatus bubble mm-hmm. where everybody's okay, except for Anna. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but none of the unit is in the hospital. So that's right. Yay. Also, do we think next season we're actually going to see Robbie? I don't know. That was her kid's name, right? I think so. I. What was his name? We're talking I feel about like it was Robbie. It was, but I, like, do we think PD's going to? You good with continuation of plot? Ah, that's a good question. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, Voight may say his name. I do. I think we're actually going to get to see him. No. Mm, sad. Poor mm-hmm. kid. Yep. Uh, well, there you go. That was cheerful. I'm sorry. Uh, there's really not much to say about PD, guys. So uh-huh. sorry. Um, uh-huh. I mean, what we thought was going to happen happened. And mm-hmm. now we're just waiting to see where they go from here in the mm-hmm. fall. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> n- nobody else got any content in the finale except for Voight and Anna. Nope. And uh, that's nope. not exactly exciting. No, it isn't. <sighs> Which was good, though, especially the night it was airing, because I was so upset by the fire finale that I could halfway pay attention to PD and be totally fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> actually i wasn't really upset that's the wrong word i was confused yeah and so i, it's I like, think the the pod squad group jet for like the first hour after the fire finale aired we were like what was that like what did we watch also can i just reiterate how entertaining like once again we make fun of like the writers and the like overall like twitter account and like their instagram accounts we're allowed to because we love them so we can make fun of them they stopped tweeting after the stellaride wedding and didn't tweet anything about chicago pd at all like literally the official one chicago account yeah they stopped (laughs) they stopped after the stellaride wedding like you can go back and that's really funny (laughs) they legitimately did not like it was a stellaride wedding was like their last thing and that was it for the night that's really like thank you because that was really entertaining but they they were just as bored by it as we were that's hilarious to me yeah. mm-hmm. like go check i'm pretty darn oh, sure i, I think i checked really it multiple funny. times but like on finale day they were like yeah we're done like they, they it was just a stellaride wedding was like the last tweet they did for it and I'm like, oh man hey. that was funny mm-hmm. <laughs> that's great wow mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> that was really funny okay mm-hmm. well there you go that's I mean, that's all we can say about PD, really. Mm-hmm. There's not much to say. Um, <clears throat> so we're still going to be recording over hiatus. Let's just transition into that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the ideas that we had earlier, we're, we're thinking for sure we're going to do some episodes about individual characters from mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. Some that we don't really get a chance to talk about um, mm-hmm. that we'd love to talk about. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely going to do some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, we're playing with some other ideas we want to do an episode about Stella ride for sure because they've mm-hmm. had such a great journey and they're like married now and mm-hmm. really want to like dive into those like details and those moments that mm-hmm. led to them getting married mm-hmm. um so that should be coming 
not sure exactly what that's going to look like or when, but mm -hmm. that's one that we definitely want to do. Um, we may do some like off topic episodes just mm -hmm. for funsies, um, mm -hmm. too. So if you have anything that you'd like to hear us talk about besides mm -hmm. Chicago fire, Chicago PD or Chicago med, mm -hmm. you can send us an email or a DM our email mm -hmm. again, just to remind you ladies at mollys at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. So shoot us an email there. If you have like anything that you want to hear us discuss, like, do you want to hear us talk about Marvel? You want to hear mm -hmm. us talk about Bridgerton? You want to mm -hmm. hear us talk about, I don't know, once upon a time, which I've been rewatching lately <laughs> and I totally forgot how good the early seasons were. Yeah, um, Cause you know, we enjoy talking. Love, we love talking about one Chicago, but you know, we're fandom loving people. And so we enjoy other fandoms besides one Chicago. Yep. And would you want to hear from us about that? I mean, and most likely we're going to talk about it anyways, but is there anything specific you want to hear about? <laughs> yep. Or if there's a specific topic within one Chicago, you want mm -hmm. us to talk about mm -hmm. that too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, whatever you want to hear mm -hmm. related to one Chicago or not, mm -hmm. let us know. Send us an mm -hmm. email, a DM, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and we will be happy to consider it and see mm -hmm. what we can do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um we didn't get any listener thoughts for this episode so we don't have any of that to share today which is totally fine totally okay. get it finales were a lot and mm -hmm. very upsetting at points and i mean so. like like we said they weren't super surprising so it's not like people are like <laughs> overthinking anything i mean will's in danger but is it, they're not gonna get rid of will halton so it's, <laughs> i'm sorry yeah it's, no so, I, we get I, it no i think we're yeah with these episodes it wasn't so much that anything I mean there were things that were surprising but mm -hmm. <laughs> not in good ways yeah. <laughs> let's put it that way mm -hmm. uh and there were things that were surprising because we expected them to happen but not to happen like that mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. you know okay. overall man like like I said I feel like the med finale was the strongest finale I agree um really was sort of a disappointing night though after that um for me <laughs> so i you know there were things i appreciated about the fire finale and there but there were more things that i mm -hmm. felt like i didn't appreciate mm -hmm. yeah so um we'll see what season 11 brings mm -hmm. where we go from here mm -hmm. um yeah for fire uh, I feel like season eight for med, I mean, I think that it'll be a solid show just like mm -hmm. it was this season. Well, yeah. And now that, you know, we're, we're still going to be sad. I'm still going to be internally sad about Stevie not being there, yeah. but you know, we found a good place with Hannah, you yeah. know, at this point. So I'm hoping, you know, and not hating Asher, hopefully going into the next season. So yeah. I'm, I mean, honestly, I'm excited to see where they go with Asher and Archer. No, I, to be I think honest, they, they've done a good um, job establishing it toward yeah, the end of I'm the intrigued. season. So it, it doesn't feel like it's just like, oh, here, here they are now. Like, yeah, we, we've established some good storylines with them. So let's see the follow through on that. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm intrigued to see what they do mm -hmm. with that. Um, mm -hmm. uh, PD, I'm curious to see if this stuff that happens with Voight, like what it leads to, what happens from here. Mm -hmm hopefully it leads to some changes within the unit 
but we'll see i don't know i'm a little doubtful that they'll ever do anything to remove void mm-hmm. um but whatever it's you know, you know i don't write the show i know. i just comment we comment just, on you it no comment on it um <laughs> And then like for fire for me, I don't, the jury's still out. I, I will just have to see what they do with mm-hmm. Hakami and Bretzi. And mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I don't, yeah. genuinely, this is the first time I've been a little worried about fire. Mm-hmm. Um, last season, I know people were worried. They were like, oh, Taylor's leaving. Oh, Jesse's leaving. Like after the finale, mm-hmm. that's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried about the the writing on the show. And that's the yeah. first time in a long time that I've been worried about the writing yeah. on the show. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, we still got a few months. I think they start filming in July. So we got time. <laughs> yeah, we got time. Mm-hmm. We got time to mm-hmm. just live in the hiatus bubble and pretend everything's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. that's i'm ignoring like the stuff i didn't like about the fire finale yeah, and no. we're just gonna Mm-mm. everything's Agreed. good you know mm-hmm. we're gonna stay in that little pretend hiatus bubble because mm-hmm. nothing they did in the finale honestly devastates anything that's in my head so no. No. i'm gonna, gonna pretend hakami fixes things <laughs> and i'm probably gonna go Bretzy doesn't yeah. Bretzy doesn't break up the guy outside the cabin doesn't have any no. doesn't hurt Stellaride. everybody's happy everybody's good no, i'm i'm just gonna go watch i'm um, hopefully maybe somebody has done it where they've just done a, a coming like making out compilation that i'm just gonna go watch that the entirety yeah. of hiatus oh my gosh yes yes mm-hmm. that's absolutely what you should do mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um yeah so do we want to talk about uh something unrelated that we've enjoyed like something you know like we've been doing Sure, you go first, and because I have okay. to think of it. Well, like I said, I've been rewatching Once Upon a Time. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm in season two, and the first time I watched it, I was not a very big fan of Hook, and so like mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that this time that I'll my mind will be changed. I can give you reasons. I can give you reasons to enjoy him too. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the first time I watched it. I was such a big fan of Neil. That's fair. That it it just it didn't uh, yeah I didn't enjoy mm-hmm. Hook because of mm-hmm. that. But um, now that I know overall like where that's going, I'm I'm thinking I'll probably have a different perspective on it because mm-hmm. you know when it's happening and you're watching it live, mm-hmm. you get attached to a character, and then when tragedy befalls that character, mm-hmm. you just get so mad. That's and fair. I feel like you're, that's, you're allowed it, to hold that grudge yeah. for a bit, and then it's like oh maybe it wasn't actually how right. that was right so but already though this is what i think is funny i did not remember that hook came in so early in mm-hmm. season two mm-hmm. um he's actually around before neil is seriously around yeah. and in my mind i did not remember that at all <laughs> mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. And it's already interesting going back and rewatching and be like wait what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i also forgot that bell showed up so early in season one she shows up in like episode 12 and i was mm-hmm. like why do i not remember this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so anyway that's been my like comfort and mm-hmm. joy i also started friday night lights which oh, nice oh my gosh nice. oh my gosh i, I still need to i, need I to still need to watch that one <gasps> yes you do because there is a matt casey character on that show yeah. and his name is matt and oh, i just even, like, even better protect even better. him at all costs he's so sweet yeah i love him uh, i'm trying to think okay so i think what i will say is my little bit of joy is i did start it's sadly the last season on the cw and once again i know this is cw show but roswell new mexico came back and it's for the last season because they canceled it because they suck because whatever cw and 
they they did like a cancel spree yeah i canceled a ton of shows yeah i I have reasons and i can rant about that later but you know it's (laughs) they of the network like they they have a lot of hits and misses but i very much have enjoyed roswell new mexico and i hopefully and hopeful that they will do it right this last season right but so far with the premiere i very much enjoyed it and it just makes me excited because it's at least something new to watch during hiatus season when everything else has gone away for the summer so i'm gonna enjoy it also stranger things four oh my god you need to watch stranger things this scares me. It is scary, but the characters make it worth it. But it scares me. I understand. I'm not a horror fan either. I'm not. I hate, I hate horror. I, I, oh my God. I hate horror movies. I do not watch them, but I love this show. Um, It's, it's worth it for like the, like, it's totally worth it. Um, I'll yes. wait till the second part of this season four comes out. July 1st I'm so excited that's what I mean so I'll I'm also terrified <laughs> so I'll let more of that part come out and then I'll probably try and watch an episode or two and see if it brings me in I'm excited and terrified for July 1st <laughs> oh my god um yes but no I'm a stranger things nut so okay. like I'm uh, oh my god this it was so good it was so good mm-hmm. uh terrified of the last two episodes though oh my Mm. gosh uh anyway (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's been fun go and watch some of those things Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. for sure Mm -hmm. um yeah go and find comfort in those things during Mm -hmm. hiatus Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um take joy where you can find it yeah um also read books because Mm -hmm. this is the summer of great books summertime Mm -hmm. is always good Mm -hmm. for books oh my gosh Mm -hmm. so many um i recommend a book called set on you by amy leah if you mm-hmm. haven't read it, yeah. go read it. It's so good. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that book so much. Also, Something Wilder by Christina Lauren. <laughs> also an excellent book. Yeah. Uh, anyways, those are that's our, our our little minute of unrelated to Chicago joy. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I believe it is last call. So Herman's yep. kicking us out. We gotta mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Sadly, it is mm-hmm. that time. It is. But we will be back in a couple of weeks and mm-hmm. we will have another topic to discuss mm-hmm. and we'll have a great time doing it. Um, so guys, thank you for listening. I uh, mm-hmm. hope you have a, a, well, not a great night. Cause I don't know when you're listening to this, but you know, a great hiatus. Yes. Great hiatus. Whatever. <laughs> good morning. Good day. En- good evening. Enjoy yeah. your time and good night. We have to go. <laughs> Bye Logan. Bye Kim.